Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, now what? Who are you kidding? Konyo. Robert Rath wants to know me. Mm. I don't believe this. What? Uh, Bain? Miguel Bain? Let me see. You rolled some cabbie. Then, waited for the right call. This genius, man. Hard. Okay. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, uh, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, by the way, for Sunday, September 18th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He always prints a picture of his marks and then puts crayon circles around their face, Dunaway. Dot Matrix. <laughs> this week on Film Sack, we put on our best, hey, I'm not a cop suit, and power book our way back to 1995 to spend the afternoon sweating in the hot heat of Puerto Rico waiting on the bank to process our blood money so we can retire and move in with the cat lady we just met. She seems nice. Release the doves. Anywho, coffee, coffee, tuna fish, coffee. Look, ma'am, I can answer. I cannot answer any of your questions about your Marriott hotel bill, but I would say from the amount of cat hair on your clothes and the wild look in your eyes that this seems about right. Now, please excuse me. I have pressing hotel matters. It appears we have dead Interpol agents on the fifth floor. A late model Mustang blocking traffic in the loading and unloading zones only. Remote controlled dump trucks in the central heat and air. Pills with holes in them. And a banana that was reported eaten in maintenance that no one will fess up to. So, no time for chit chat, lady. No time for chit chat. No, Randy. I don't want to see pictures of your cat. Save that shit for Instagram. Randy, I said no. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, with us also, Randy, he's known for whispering to his computer while he uses it, Jordan. 
Yeah, aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. <clears throat> so I have no idea how many rules this is going to be. If you if you want to be a good assassin, there's a lot of rules. So I'm going to get right to them. Number one, always take your mark out into the swamp before you kill mm. them. Police have never searched or found evidence of a crime in a swamp. Number two, when you give the mark your gun with one bullet in the chamber out of mercy, don't take the gun back before you leave. No one could ever trace it back to you and guns have no value. Number three, hide your gun in the most obvious apparatus possible. No one will ever notice your huge arm cast with smoke coming out of the barrel <laughs> hole. Number four, when you're the only person standing, say, 30 meters away from a graveside funeral, no one can see you or even think you're suspicious. Number five, always make crazy faces and gestures when you're trying to elude being recognized. <laughs> okay, number six, when you're closing in on your mark and you come across bystanders, for instance, like in a hallway of a hotel, murder all of the bystanders, even if they might be Interpol. Okay, number something. You'll know they were Interpol because every Interpol agent is required to carry a card in every pocket of their clothing that you can pull out and read out loud, and it says Interpol. <laughs> okay, okay, last one. Remember, this is important, guys. When your anonymous employer sends you a photo printout of your next mark and you have the technology to print it out at an incredibly high resolution in like two and a half seconds in 1995 forgetting the fact that you must have spent tens of thousands of dollars on all of the equipment to do so and you deface that printout baby take a crayon and you go to town sickle them eyes yeah look you need what True. you need you gotta do what you gotta do if you're a mad you're a crazy killer you know you gotta right. yeah. you gotta have your thing uh speaking of your thing Finally, we have with us <laughs> Brian. He has no idea someone spray painted his back in the elevator. Ibit. Oh, oh, it's so true. Yeah. Uh, hello, Assassins R Us. This is Brian. May I help you? Oh, you're looking for an assassin? Well, you've come to the right place. Wow, just right off the bat, you say you want the best. Well, I'm happy to say we've got the best. The number one assassin in the world, a guy named Robert. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not a super assassiny name, but he's the best assassin in the world. Even all the other assassins think so. I'm just going to keep saying assassins. Some examples <laughs> of his work? Sure. Well, uh, all right. He was hired to uh, kill this guy in the bayous of Louisiana. So he put on his boots and walked this guy out into the swamp. And all right, well, okay. Okay. He handed the guy his gun and let him assassinate yeah. himself. All right. Bad example. But no, no, no. He's really the best. I promise you. There was this one time he was hired to kill this woman, a computer hacker with a disc. So he gets into her hotel room and he puts two bullets uh, into the wall. Okay. He shot the wall and then he hooked up with the woman. Long story. Uh, wait, wait, don't hold on. Don't hang up. Don't hang, don't hang up. Uh, oh, oh, he had to kill a guy at a funeral. So he put on a cast. No, no. That was the other guy. Hold on. I've got this. Uh, oh, 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 here's a good one. He was hired to kill his mentor, the guy who taught him everything he knew about being an assassin. So he got a sniper rifle and he climbed up into the top of this hotel and he aimed and he shot the guy. Yeah, yeah, no, the guy turned out to be alive and was about to shoot him too. So he finally did kill the guy. Um, okay, yes, I guess that does qualify as self-defense. Anyway, can I interest you in a cat that can flush a toilet? There you go. Well, he tried anyway, didn't he? He tried, yeah. Yeah, he tried. No, I can't wait dice. to talk about that point though, Ibit, because uh, yeah, the that's, fact that's that the greatest point. assassin in the world, yeah, 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 kill anybody well, in this movie except that of self defense. And, and the Wachowskis disagreed. Yeah, they uh, wrote they wrote a different script, and uh, they apparently wanted to make it more uh, sympathetic. Brian. Yeah, yeah, they also they yeah. also wrote a complete script for a Plastic Man movie that never came out, yes. and I want to see it. Is that true? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wild. Yeah. 
Know, yeah, their story was um, this was there was an interview. You can find it on the Wikipedia page for Assassins. You can find a link to it. Mm-hmm. And they they really weren't happy with Assassins. They tried to get their name taken off of it, but the Writers Guild of America wouldn't let nope. them disassociate themselves from. Sorry, uh, exactly <laughs> from Assassins. Right. So they wouldn't. They were out. also working on a Plastic Man movie. And their big idea for the movie was that Plastic Man was this big environmentalist, mm. or environmentalist yes. mm. and that the big, the initial uh, uh, problem that Plastic Man ran into was that he realized when he peed, he peed plastic, which wasn't environmentally <laughs> which safe. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> which doesn't biodegrade. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I was wondering what he peed. I guess we now know. Yeah, now we yeah. know he pees plastic. Yeah. It's like silly string coming out of there. Finally. <laughs> so... So I just want to I just want to defend the Wachowskis because they claim that the the script that they stopped writing on was completely changed from beginning to end by Brian Helgeland. Yeah. Uh, and and so that's why that was their case why why they wanted were, were we attacking the Wachowskis? Well, or here let me ask you this: them? Why are they Why are they in? If okay, I get when a director or a writer or somebody says, "Oh, I do not like the final product. I'd really like my name off of this," and Sometimes they'd let them and sometimes they don't. Why wouldn't you let, especially if you could say, if you could demonstrably show, hey, this guy took our script and just butchered it. I think uh, that's, I, that's where the problem comes in. How, how do you prove how much of the script? I mean, obviously you can show was, the, the before and the after. Yeah, right. but yeah. But this was this was probably before there was a bunch of uh, software tracking every edit, right. every exactly. script. Oh, yeah. good point. And part yeah. of it, it's pretty easy to tell because the the final script is available online as well as the Wachowski script, which oh, I started really? reading last night. Yeah, it's oh, pretty wow. good. I, I liked it, but he is definitely more uh, violent and probably less sympathetic, which is fine. Which would be a great movie. I would have loved to have seen yeah. the the and movie they wrote. He's but I didn't an think assassin. It it. Yeah, yeah I didn't think it, Yeah, it and, changed it, but I don't know if it changed it as much as they're making it out to be. And I also get that if, as a studio, you spend, you have to justify spending a whole bunch of money on a script, and you hired the Wachowskis at this point who were what getting ready to work on the Matrix, who were working on the Matrix at the same time. I don't know how much cachet they had, but it was. It certainly is a yeah. factor, right? They were five years, reasons. five years from and the I, Matrix yeah. at this point. And I want to, yeah. I want to say something that's going to sound controversial, but it, it four years. Wouldn't, it, it's not controversial now. It would have been super, super controversial in 1995, though, and that is Brian Helgeland's a better writer than the Wachowskis, mm-hmm. and like I, I, they didn't know that. No one knew that in 1995, but this guy. This guy's responsible for some of the best movies yeah. made over the next ten years after this this right. pile of crap. Yeah, I don't think he was wrong, but yeah. this this uh, ooh, ooh, this this and, movie and to give, and to to just kind of underline that point, L.A. Confidential, uh, forty two, the the biopic about Jackie Robinson, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Mystic River. Yeah, uh, um, Mystic River won uh, Oscars. Uh, Man on Fire should have. Man on Fire yeah. is awesome. Oh, I love that. That's my uh, that's my favorite Denzel movie. Freaking so the, good. The Taking yeah. of Pelham One Two Three is a fantastic, oh, really a very, very well written movie. Yeah, yeah, remake, but good. Um, but he also uh, wrote the story for that yeah. horrible uh, Robin Hood movie, and um, and he also wrote Nightmare on Elm Street Four, The Dream Master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? He also started a lot of, a lot um, of things happen between a, screen, screenwriting oh, and final product. Let's let's not say. rule out. Let's not forget the Postman, starring Kevin oh, Costner, yes. written yes. by uh, Okay, so that's Brian Hegland. I kind of right, like so that. But that's movie, a though. that's a uh, you know he had a book to work from. Yeah, which and, is true in a lot right. of these cases. Mystic River is also a book. Uh, that's yeah. true. I, I think Payback yeah. was also uh, originally a novella. We gotta watch so, Payback. Anyway, point is, yeah, we do. point is, we have to we have to believe 
given this guy's talents, maybe he improved the Wachowskis script. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe. I, I mean, the Wachowskis. More, I think he made it more palatable. I think that if you wanted a, uh, if you wanted to bring in the amount of money they brought in, I think it would be much riskier to have used in 1995 the script that the Wachowskis turned in versus what he turned in. It still. It ended up being critically panned, but it did okay at yeah, the box office. Well, it didn't. It never made its money back, so I don't know what. I, right, I mean, right. Uh, let's see. I can, I can tell you real quick. Opening weekend, or no, budget was fifty million. They made back uh, eighty three, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything because there, oh. there's a lot of factors and sliding according, factors. According to this, yeah. the gross worldwide gross was only thirty million, but maybe I've got the wrong numbers. In front yeah, of me. the box office was eighty three point three million, and the budget was fifty million, which is not necessarily. Doesn't mean that they made any money. They still could have lost money because all this is still kind of breaking even. uh, Right? Yeah, they probably broke even at least. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think that I think what really uh, demolished this movie's chances was that it came out a few months after Judge Dredd. Yeah. And right, like your your everlasting vision of Sylvester Stallone (laughs) is of him in a funny uh, outfit, right? (laughs) And then and then this comes along, and you're just like, okay, I'm not going to go watch that. But but I'll tell you, Stallone, only two years later, uh, really turned it around pretty quickly with, with doing Copland. Yeah. Great film, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Copland. I uh, awesome. loved it. Yeah. yeah. Really good movie. And um, so I think this actually was setting up Stallone to head in that direction in his that, little bit older man role that mm-hmm. he was taking on. Sure. And, uh, and speaking of writers, Copland, freaking uh, – uh, oh, uh, James Mangold. James, James yeah, Mangold. Mangold. Oh, wow. Yep, yep. Really, yeah. really well written movies. A bunch of mm-hmm. stuff there. Yeah, that guy's uh, awesome. Got Logan. That, Logan. Really hope he gets that. Uh, he gets that Indiana Jones fifth movie right. I'm. I'm that's oh, what yeah, I'm banking yeah. on here. Is that you put it in fresh believe. hands? He's a great guy. He's great. Listen, great director. I'm pretty. It made it made Harrison Ford cry at uh, the expo. <laughs> so it's got to be. It's got to be good. Yeah. And it's and got Phoebe Waller Bridge. How yeah. can it be bad? No. And he's got man and gold in his name. We're good. We got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah. He's everything's gold, fine. But uh, yeah, Assassins is a weird movie. Did we ever say the name? I guess yeah. we didn't. It's Assassins. Oh. Nineteen <laughs> Assassin. 1995's Assassin. Richard Assassin like eight times in my intro. I think we're covering yeah, it. Yeah, we're probably yeah. all right. Uh, writers, as we mentioned, the Wachowskis, but then this Hegland guy coming in and changing it, or Hegland. Um, it's directed by Richard Donner, which is an important thing to it's, note, given our film sack history. Uh, of course, the Superman, first two Superman movies, maybe even the third. Did you do the third? I don't remember. He uh, probably doesn't want to claim it. I don't know, it. but we we haven't, uh, we don't have him as director. Uh, uh, for the Superman that we did watch. Well, Superman 1 and 2 or is definitely not, him. Which one did we watch? Yeah, he didn't not, do 3. He only did 1 and three. 2, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah right. 1 and 2 for sure. Um, and well, he also, we've, seen him, yeah. we've seen him six times on Film Sack before yeah. this. He's a busy boy. Sure. Lady Hawk, uh, Lethal Weapon. All the Lethal Weapons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maverick, he was the, did that. Like the dude, Timeline. Dude's done his stuff. We still haven't watched Goonies. We need to here. Oh God! I'm gonna watch uh, he did, uh, but we did Lady Hawk. We did. Uh, did we do the toy? No, no, we, no, we, we, we almost we, did we, the we did toy. Do timeline, timeline, though. Didn't we did. We, we yep. did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Crichton. Yeah. Oh, timeline's timeline. garbage. I'm so sorry he made that. Yeah. That's a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. And of course, um, he, he Richard Donner puts himself on the map with the Omen way back when. Like, I don't know. Yes, late late seventies. Yeah. Um, which is just a, a, a terribly good movie. <laughs> and I, I'm like, where is that? Where is all of that? You know, like. Uh, grittiness in this like this movie mm-hmm, is yeah. missing some kind of like uh 
interest. It's just yeah, because it came year. out in this time in the '90s when it was almost more important to create this romantic thriller out of out of something that should have just been a thriller, right? Like, um, right. Yeah. Tequila Sunrise, uh, Kurt Russell, Mel Gibson, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, kind of the same thing. Um, uh, oh, geez, I completely blanked on the the other good example I had. Um, but there was, it was like a whole bunch of a shattered. Uh, um. Anyway, there was this whole yeah. in the mid '90s a whole spate of these these kind of romantic the, thrillers that focused more on yes, the romance. Yeah. yeah, we were we were in a transition period, I believe, and that's what was going on here. Stallone was transitioning, and Banderas. They were all kind of in this moment of transition, and I think it was just seeing some growing pains well, because there's a lot of things here. This should make this stew taste really good. It's like I put in all the best ingredients. This should be delicious. I also think the yeah, first the first third of the movie is actually pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, the, it, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. falls apart later, and I don't know. I don't know it what just happened. Slows there. down to a crawl is the problem. Yeah, yeah it got it, real slow. It takes away all suspense. Is the problem the second half? Yeah. I never once worried that Antonio Banderas he needed to kidnap or harm uh, physically harm. There was never any physical harm applied to any of the characters until mm-hmm. the very end. And even then it didn't seem very, there felt like no physical danger, right? <clears throat> Here's the thing though. I'm going to yeah. argue with you about transition period. Cause I think you're right. I think you're right about uh, Stallone. We're, we're about to right. go through a transition with him, but all, we also have a bunch of other stuff and that still hasn't come yet. Like uh, the Wesley Snipes thing, um, uh, not millennial demolition man, man. Uh, demolition man. Like you got a bunch of other stuff coming up that he'll be notable for. He's got some serious projects like Copland. Totally a transition moment. But Banderas is just getting started, man. He had just done uh, uh, Desperado and was, you know, just hitting the hitting the map. Yeah, transitioning into to big big star. Yeah, going to big star. Now I'm gonna say without too much hesitation here that I think he's the best part of the movie. And his crazy freaking take is actually super good and super compelling. And he kind of had me the whole time for what is otherwise a pretty mediocre execution on the, on the film as a whole. But I think he's great. Really great. And, and and by design, right? Like the whole point of this is that Stallone's character, uh, Robert Rath is a bit older and uh, Banderas's character, Miguel Bain is uh, kind of new ish, right? And so, like by by necessity, you have the, this younger person who's uh, you know supposed to be weird and exciting, and all he does is murder. Man, it's like I, I kind of got tired of it. You know, mm-hmm. he's right. just going around killing people because that's that's hard. How do you get away with that? How do you how do you get to travel to Puerto Rico after killing a bunch of Interpol people? It's just right. his, like, his level what, of that crazy was, my was working with my for intro. Me. Yeah. That hotel had some serious things going on, and it's like I was more interested to see what the cleanup was at the hotel. I needed, I needed a <laughs> what we needed was a cop hot on their tail. That's what we needed to to ramp up because there was there wasn't enough tension between the two primary actors. We like like Randy said as well. We needed we needed somebody like on their tail. That was kind of like amping everything up, making it just. You know what? That's a good point. A lot of movies like this, they always have that third, that third character who's the cop or the detective who's just a step behind, trying to figure out what's going on, almost like our eyes on the situation. But that does give him a chance to say, "Well, here's the crime scene. What the hell happened?" And they didn't have any of that, so it felt like it felt like most of the devastation that was constantly happening was kind of 
flippant and who cared like oh I, you I, killed I eight people it to a, it. a couple of schwarzenegger movies and the, how you get there is by looking at the executive producers for this movie so this is the first time we've ever seen a movie that was produced by both joel silver and dino de Laurentiis. Mm. kind of weird uh yeah. because because we've seen 22 joel silver movies yes up to this point is that all I know. What jumps out to me is Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, and so I was thinking about two movies. I was thinking about Commando, which Joel Silver produced. And I was thinking about Raw Deal, which Dino De Laurentiis produced. Oh, yeah, yeah. And in both cases, you have a lot of the same connective tissue with assassins. You have someone who gets, you know, th- things get turned upside down in their nice, tidy life. And so now they got to go somewhere else. And what those movies have along the way is a bad guy or bad guys, lots of them that you get introduced to. And so you have an idea of what the problem is, you know? And, and so like they're your good guy, right? You're, you're seeing your good guy get to a conclusion where he finishes off the last of the bad guys, right? Right. I think Com- Commando is probably the, the the best example. It's a good movie, actually, right? Where he's like going through bad guys, and you know them. In this movie, in Assassins, at the end, when our missing employer shows up, you don't care. <laughs> he just I shows was- up and says, "Ha! Ah, I was just kidding. I'm not right. dead. I, I yeah. did. That killed me. I was like, it was me on. on the computer the whole time. Yeah, well, I, I don't care." That I kept trying me. to resolve who, because we only had like three primary characters. Nobody else really stuck with us at all. We weren't interested in any other character. So right. I said that we've got to be surprised at the end by the person who is, we got to reveal that, right? Sure. And the only person right. I could think of, well, I'm like, is it her? But they didn't really lean into it. I was thinking maybe Electra, Julianne uh, right. Moore, mm-hmm. Moore is, yeah. the, is the one doing it. Uh, but then when they pulled out, here's the character we've been talking about the whole film. Joe flashback. Yeah. <laughs> Joe flashback. I'm like, Joe oh, God. flashback. Those flashbacks. White, I don't, it, I don't like really flashbacks pissed. when they're in black and white. They annoy me. Just, just right. bugs me. Did it, did it, it really piss me else? off? Right? Hmm. Did it bother anybody else that uh, when Banderas was talking to Nikolai on the computer, it was in Helvetica, but when Stallone yeah. was talking to him, it was in Euro <laughs> style? No, no I mean, the answer is yes, hilarious. because once again, so this is the problem. Both Brian and I have some experience, college experience yeah, taking yeah. way too many typography classes. Yeah. And that stuff sticks out books. so bad. Like we, we watched Willow like, with the TMS group the other day, and they had the worst kerning in the credits. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was more pissed off at the idea that he had a off key. Because uh, oh, well, he, no, he yeah. did copy yeah. and paste. Yeah, yeah, it was one key. Because he could have copy and paste, but he the didn't macro, strike me. As the, he, didn't, he didn't strike me as the type to know how to program a power book macro. Come on. Yeah. 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 And, no. and by the way, that thing was noisy. That was a, yeah, like yeah. that computer. Yeah. Man, you just got wave your hand near it and it's so yeah. loud. Yeah. I hate that. We've talked about this in a million times on the show, but sure, computers, yeah. they don't need to be so freaking loud, dude. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know anything about assassins. So you can, you can hand wave yeah. all you want on that, but don't sure. show us the computer incorrectly. Unix yeah, systems. And, and, yeah. and can I have a worst chat? Here? Yeah. And the worst chat to model ever. It's like only yeah. the last thing the person said to you and the last thing you said to yeah. them are visible on screen at once. Yeah. We didn't really have a good model for that yet. Well, we probably did. I mean, people are using I, ICQ at this point. Like, sure. We yeah. knew how to yeah. do it. Ams, but, serve and, but it's just yeah. not AOL, fancy to have that unless you have a big singular interface and have the, <laughs> and the words. It's a big screen and only two sentences can yeah. be shown on it at any given time. So, totally dumb. Sorry, Randy, you wanted one of these. 
I, I just like, wow, computers and the internet are so weird in 1995. You just don't yeah. know anything about the internet. And like, they actually, they literally introduce a character where like, we only know her by her screen name and her logo. People had a logo <laughs> yeah. that they would use yeah. instead of a name. Ooh, it's so weird. And that logo internet. was like an animated gif of two cat eyes and it was dumb. Yeah. And then, dumb. and then at the I same like time, that. Mike, gosh, the Wi-Fi was good in 1995. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah. Was it Wi-Fi or cell phones? He had like these these assassin cell phones, right? I just know that I just know that you could apparently go into the Marriott in Seattle in 1995 yeah. and have yeah. tremendous Wi-Fi. Yeah, it was which didn't even crazy. exist at the point. There was no such thing as Wi-Fi, but the movie pretended it was. The movie acted like every chance it could. The connectivity was everywhere, all over at once. It was. Uh, I thought he did a real pretty good job of playing the uh, playing the little dial-up tones every time they would get on the computer. <laughs> maybe I maybe I just noticed it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't hear that, time. but I, I'll get. I guess what I'm saying is, it almost is easier to watch now and forget and not care because we connectivity yeah. ubiquity is everywhere. But in that case, yeah. we knew it wasn't. So in '95, I would have laughed at this, and now right. I'm like, oh yeah, you get internet. I didn't see it then. Is this my, am I the only first viewer here? Did everybody, what's what's the status here? Um, I've seen parts of this before, but I've never watched it all the way through. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I might have seen this in theaters in the nineties. I can't, I honestly, (laughs) I actually honestly can't remember. That that happens (laughs) to me. I 100% saw this in, in in like the night it opened in 1995. This was uh, during my, I don't know, 12 or 14 years of seeing every new movie every time it came out. And uh, I had forgotten quite a bit of it, but it's so forgettable guys. There, there's so many like 10 minute stretches in this movie where you can just, you can just go to sleep. Right. If it, if it, if it fell asleep for the last hour, which I almost did because I noticed it too. After they leave the hotel, when they start making plans (laughs) to go down to Puerto Rico and literally, like I said, I mean, you can you can represent time in another way than making me yeah. sit through uh, an hour's worth of him sitting in the bank and the bank teller coming out. I'm like, oh. this is not this is not amping up, uh, you know, the the anxiety. This is this is depleting it. I think they, yeah, I man. know what their intent was because he was all sweaty yeah. and he was freaking out anytime yeah, anybody sure. poked their head out of there and he was mad and cussing to himself when they wouldn't be, you know, when it wasn't Sylvester Stallone. And yes. I know what they were aiming so, for. I just think it was really just bad. It's just great that Sylvester Stallone is the only person that knows that a bank is going to take forever to give you yeah. $20 million yeah. in cash. It, yeah. Based based on his experience from 15 years or I guess 15 years prior. The bank is doing the exact same things 15 years later, taking the exact right. amount of time. I'm like, I don't think so. Come yeah, on, that yeah. all was just so convoluted and bummed me out because yeah. I think the movie starts really strong. I think the stuff leading up through the funeral uh, yes. the assassination of that guy. I mean, his cast was dumb, but still kind of fun. And then, you know, the crazy car scenes that happen after that, where he's just getting taunted right. in the back of that taxi and they, you know, have all these crazy wrecks and get it escape somehow anyway. And all that, oh, this is all great. Let's oh, enjoy yeah. the hell out of it. Could they not shoot each other through the seats? I know that the, the glass up yeah. above was uh, bulletproof. Is but... there a metal frame between it or something? Yeah, I, don't yeah, know. I imagine I you could shoot through the cushions. Of yeah. The, 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 it's, it's a bench seat. 
right? Yeah, and, right it, yeah. and it's got like a sheet of steel <laughs> through the okay, back. It does. All right. <laughs> is that <laughs> enough to stop spring, though? Like, like springs. But, you just had to avoid him, the springs. Mm. Right. Him trying to shoot him, him leaning out of the car window and trying to shoot through the, that was a pretty oh, yeah. sweet scene. I could have used sure. a whole lot more yeah. of that. However, it also reminded me of something that I hate in movies. And that is that anybody driving another vehicle, like the bus driver that was getting hit and yeah. rammed by yeah. that taxi. Right. There's no way we continue <laughs> to go, oh, this is just normal drive. driving. Welcome yeah. to driving here. This is how it is. God, I hate driving in this city. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, I hate this city. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got, it had real potential there. I don't know. They squandered it hard because... All that yeah. stuff in the beginning was pretty strong. There were stakes. I, like when he is, when you were talking about him hanging out the window and scoping those kids playing soccer. Oh, that was it was great. like, oh my gosh, dude, what are you going to do oh, here? Dude. And and what kind of, you know, what kind of man is Stallone's character? Is he going to just call this collateral damage or is he going to try to, you know, stop this? And they, there's yeah. real moments of like, oh yeah, okay, okay. This is where we really find out what these guys are made of and what they're capable of. And, and then they just went... And farted. There's also <laughs> something about Stallone that I cannot believe that anybody would get in his cab and go, "Yeah, this is normal. This guy looks right. like a cabbie. He doesn't look nothing yeah. like a cabbie. He doesn't." Yeah. I would, I would instantly think, "Whoa, whoa, am I like in a sting operation here or something?" Yeah, I'm it looks not like a hard-boiled cop guy or something. You're right. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, I mean, we don't. We're not for those at home. Don't be sending us emails saying we're racially profiling. That's not what we mean. What we mean is like, oh no, here's a guy in a suit who looks like he just yeah left a funeral, which he did. He looks like a cop. <laughs> he, he, he looks like his his shoulders are four feet wide. Yeah, and right. you can you can see his entire chin from behind him. But <laughs> yeah. that guy, yeah. there's there's no mistaking him if yeah. you've spotted him. And by yeah. the way, uh, Miguel is a is a great assassin who saw him quite a bit at the graveyard just a few yeah. hours ago mm-hmm. like he would hero he know what he looks him. like hero worships him he even said later on that he hero worshiped him like did only in like written stuff don't you have a printer that prints really high definition pictures that you can circle faces on <laughs> yeah. oh that reminds me <laughs> that reminds me such a such a such a little nitpick here okay stallone is all about the eyes that's the whole thing right and i'm assuming that's what the, he learned as uh, from his mentor as well but then he shoots the guy in the heart i'm like so you're gonna wait until you see your eyes and then you're gonna adjust your sniper position to shoot somebody through the heart no that's not how that works shoot him straight through the eyes you yeah. got him locked in on the eyes you shoot him through the eyes yeah you get him in the eyes that's, why that's crazy you? yeah why wouldn't you yeah you don't go for their heart. That's dumb. I mean, no, I know that's, that they, was, they were trying to establish like, uh, hey, he's got a signature shot. And where is it? Oh, it's yeah, always the heart. Yeah. He always does the heart. Well, OK, but that that means you just wear a vest. You hurt my heart. Yeah. Robert, no one's, no one wears heart. eyeball vests. Shoot him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Juliana Moore did when she uh, when they. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When she's like, she's like, look behind you. Shoot behind you. This should work. You guys notice oh, her name was her character was called Electra. I hate that. I yeah. did. I noticed her name was Lecture, but that was her that was her call sign, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay yeah, with she, that. She gives her real name, name at the end of the movie, and it was such a letdown that like mm-hmm. for for you know, I always pay attention to that final words thing yeah. in movies. Yeah. 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 And I don't I don't care what their real <laughs> names are. Right, right. It's I kept trying to figure out yeah. if it was something clever. I was like, was that supposed to be clever? I don't know. Are they still lying? I don't care. Yeah. I'm out. All it's, I could think about was was that a fat Peter Boyle that was the mark at the funeral? I'm like, I couldn't tell who that guy was. He kept <laughs> Fat looking, Peter, Boyle. Peter Boyle. To me. I was like, uh, is that Peter Boyle? And, uh, Definitely no. not Peter Boyle. <laughs> no. Um, it wasn't. She was having a real I, moment here because she was, she was in some high profile stuff during this three or four year period. We just saw her a couple of weeks ago on uh, The Fugitive. She was great on that. Right. Very small role, but very good. 
Uh, she did Lost World, Jurassic Park, just a couple years after this. Big Lebowski after that. Like busy, busy, starting to get awards. And now I, I don't know if I'm looking at like female actors of a certain age and going, you know, who's got the the career that blows my mind? She's pretty close, pretty high on that list. She's pretty great. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I really like her a lot. The only problem, of course, I, I had trouble. I. I don't feel like there's any chemistry between our three primary actors. Here. Oh, they, they, there's just no, no chemistry. No. And I don't know if you can see that coming, but uh, yeah, there's no chemistry. Yeah. No, there's no chemistry. My, my best example of there's no chemistry is the big, the big subtextual motif of the movie mm. is a chess game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How interesting guys. It's yeah. a chess game. Chess right? game. And like, and like the, you actually, there's actually someone put some real thought into this. I'm guessing Brian Helgeland put some real thought into this. Because, <laughs> Which Alfie's, I think, actually had that in their script too. Go ahead. Okay, because B- yeah. Bane Bane was apparently playing a chess game online or online or paper in through newspapers or something. Mm. With, yeah. With Nikolai back in the day, and then when he thinks he killed Nikolai, the chess game stopped. Yeah. Right. right. And so like uh, Miguel comes along and picks up the next move, and the next move is an actual chess uh, maneuver called a Greek right. gift sacrifice, and I'm like. Oh, okay. This is getting interesting. So yeah. the whole story is that Wrath himself, Robert Wrath, this main character is an unwitting rook pawn. And right. right. So like Miguel is actually not even really going for him. Miguel wants Nikolai. Oh, okay. The entire <laughs> supply. It's it's useless. It's so boring. Yeah, there, mm. There's a lot. Yeah, and that's because they kind of gutted it. Because if you, it, the the Wachowskis script, it went into a little more detail. You could tell that uh, they they at least have a good knowledge, working knowledge of chess. And so, yeah, it it got gutted, but not enough. They should have just dumped the whole that thing. That chess thing annoyed me because that I would never ever buy a chess video game that repeats <laughs> itself constantly. <laughs> Right, right, right. They just sit there you're going, check. checkmate. You're in check. You're in, you're in check. check. You're in check. It's like, <laughs> shut up. I know. I'm in check. Do I have a, do I have a bladder infection? You're, you're in check. You're in check. You're in check. You're in check. Pee on a thing. Check. check your urine. Yeah, that was dumb. I hated that and uh, wish they wouldn't have done it. Real quick here, I just noticed uh, this is just something to say about Julianne Moore and her career. She does up to one, two, three, four, five, sometimes six major roles, major films, <laughs> or appearances per year. Yeah. Since this, since roughly then, like that, she is yeah, so yeah. busy and so in demand, and a lot of it shit you haven't heard of. Like, what's trust right. the man? I don't know. Laws of right. attraction, don't remember. Like, there's a lot of shit in here, but I don't know. I always feel like there she needs actually, to be a little hats off to the hard work. She, in, uh, she really sure. uh, okay. So we talked about how great you know how great Antonio Banderas was, but I tell you, with the material that Julianne Moore had to work with. She did pretty good because, I mean, pretty much the character is just written as crazy cat lady who's good at computers. So, I mean, <laughs> she 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 brought something to it and she wasn't like uh, she wasn't like helpless. You know, she wasn't right. she never right. was helpless. She was always like, OK, I'm going to the cemetery. I'm going to go. I'm going to experience life. She's, uh, But she does the thing that, that the big trope, uh, which yeah. is, uh, you know, the damsel in trope, distress no, who puts herself into distress because yes. she yes. she wants to be where things are happening and wants to right. save herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked it. Yeah, I thought it, I thought that was all right. It, it was okay. It, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. It was all right. It was okay. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. It was. It was something entertaining to watch while watching the rest of the stupid movie. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. I mean, I I will say that I kind of had a decent time with it, but in a film sack context, like it's not yeah. none of this yeah. I would have enjoyed on my own. 
Although I, I liked first, it better the first time when it was called the specialist. Yeah, that's a good point. Or the day you know, of the jackal or whatever. You, you make no, that joke, court. but for a second I thought, oh, is this the one with Sharon Stone's in this one? Isn't yeah. she? It's like Previous Antonio year. Banderas, mm-hmm. St- uh, Stallone, and Sharon Stone. Yeah. Oh, did they do a movie prior to this? Yeah, it's previous year. It was nineteen ninety. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Stallone oh. and Stallone and Stone. They did one in ninety four. It was called the specialist. Yeah. You know what I'm excited about. Uh, so I went down a bit of a rabbit hole and then I had a whole bunch of people help me out with it because I didn't know this was happening. So um, I would look, I was just looking up Stallone today. Like, how's he, how's he doing? He's had a divorce. So, you know, things are a little weird. Oh yeah. But he, uh, he's, he's in a new, so I, I was looking at new pictures of him and I'm like, Dude, it's time for our he's the mob boss alone period because he needs to be. <laughs> yes. He's old, wrinkly, freaking looking, yes. weird sure. Italian guy. Why aren't we doing that? Why isn't he in the yeah. next Sopranos or something? And immediately everybody online's like, Scott, you big dummy, you missed the trailer for this thing that's upcoming. I'm like, well, I don't know. What are we talking about? So apparently this thing called Tulsa King, which is coming to, um, let's see, Paramount Plus. It's a new series. Uh, he plays somebody called Dwight, the General Manfredi, oh, and uh, it's Manfredi. him. It's he's like a lifelong mob icon who moves to Tulsa uh, late in his life to restart a big crime syndicate, and it looks like Fargo-y and like super. Ooh, that sounds cool. Dark. I can't wait for this series now. I'm so yeah, excited. I'm all in on whatever Tulsa King is selling. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. for those out there that were like me and had were blissfully unaware. That Hollywood is actually seeing the potential of a ancient Stallone playing a, a proper mob boss. It looks like it's about do to happen. We, do we feel like it's time to watch a, uh, a Stallone as a aging superhero who comes back in uh, Samaritan? Oh, go, good lord. Oh, I haven't, yeah, I haven't, I've never seen that, so I'm, I would be interested. Well, it just landed, yeah. and we all should do it for Film Sack, right? That should for be Film Sack, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, For Film Sack, then. For it's Film Sack! Very, for Film Sack! Very poorly reviewed. No, no one thinks it's good, but... I think it's probably film sack good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm all in on that, but Unlike I don't know. Assassins who's like got a 16% of Rotten Tomatoes sweet. Yeah. He's That's back. Kinda, that yeah. kind of surprised me how low it is on Rotten Tomatoes. Cause like yeah. I knew it was, it wasn't enjoyed. I knew it was a bit of a bomb, Yeah, right. but it still feels to me like a movie that should be hanging in the thirties or forties. Mm, right. I'd, I'd put it in the thirties. I think yeah. it is too yeah, that's, low there. That's probably what I would But maybe it's because, well. like, it's, hey, this is Richard Donner, and he's done some really great stuff in and around this era. Why is this so bad for him? Maybe that's why. Maybe that colored the reviews at the time or something. I don't know. I think it's worth watching because some of the performances and stuff. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't go Manderis, as far as the end of is, is, is worth the price of admission. Yeah, yeah he eats it up, uh, man. He does. Yeah, he does. I agree. That's about it for me, him. though. You know, yeah. you yeah, can watch yeah. the first half of this movie. You're done. Uh, and then be done and say, all right, uh, assassins, I've watched At, it. at first, I thought, Stallone's, I thought Stallone's sort of aloof approach to his performance in the early goings was interesting. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. this is different yeah. for him. But then I, about, I don't know, two-thirds through the movie, I went, I feel like he's kind of phoning this in, like he's not really paying yeah. attention. It's not the same as being <laughs> uh, aloof. You, you yeah. are going to have actual assassins in your movie called Assassins, right? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, how, how much footage did they film of him just sitting in the bank? I mean, that would suck the energy oh. out of anybody. God, just sitting in the bank just sucked the energy right out of me, just watching that whole thing. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I don't want to sit Yeah, there. and uh, I know it would have completely changed the plot, but any good bank would say, this is probably going to take like four yeah, or five yeah. hours. You There's a cafe here, across sir. the street. Right. Yeah. Uh, go sit next to the weird lady talking to herself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Movie, uh, by the way, paid Stallone $15 million for his performance. I couldn't find anything about Banderas. Yeah. I don't think he was, you know, well, he's still up and coming, so he probably didn't make that much money, but... Did it- 
Oh, I, I, I forgot about this part. This is kind of jumping back earlier. I apologize. Uh, we, you guys are annoyed with the font. I was annoyed that he kept spelling uh, disc with a C. Because oh. it was obviously <laughs> a copy disc with yeah, a K. Yeah. Yeah. A C. Yeah. Uh, that's a weird thing because you hear that. Uh, I think it's swapped all the time and I'm never comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the. I don't like so that the we. K, got, my man. Yeah, put a K on. In fact, you know what? Just get rid of the C one altogether. I understand yeah. there's a difference. It's about. I mean, compact disc is, is with a C. I know, so. but get rid of it. Just put a put a K on there. <laughs> Just don't. English is weird enough, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. The other day, I realized the sent. This is an actual sentence. Okay, here's the sentence right here. Do I have it handy? Oh, I forgot where I put it. I tweeted it. Anyway, the sentence is. Um, there is film on this film about film on film. That's an mm-hmm. actual sentence that is accurate. Yeah. But sure. yeah. it's because yeah. we take the word film and we can use it in a thousand ways. It's like that Buffalo yeah. one. Yeah, I was yep. going to say Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. Like, we, it's, you know what? Get rid of the C, disc. Get the K. Yeah. We're good. That's all we need. We're good. We'll know what right. people mean when they say it. We can say discs of Tron and know what we mean. It's all good. Anyway. I was really disappointed at the end of this movie that they just didn't all take the money and just go. I didn't see any point in killing Banderas. And it kind of ruined any possibility of a you know a future meetup. What if there could be a sequel that could be better? They just had they had no no freaking Yeah, but didn't you think that would have made everything seem pointless? Like over yeah, yeah but that was fine. But I wanted him to do something. I wanted to do something uncharacteristic because he was a loose cannon. I wanted him to do something uncharacteristic, and that would have been the only thing that would have been like, oh, okay, I'm going a different route. Instead, it was this like, okay, now I'm dead. Okay, okay, boring. Don, In Richard, my opinion, Richard Donner made a claim that I disagree with. He says the film would have worked better if he had swapped Sylvester Stallone and Antonio Banderas's characters. 100% disagree. I disagree yeah. as well. Um, I can't even see that's it. That's a good one. That's a good question. All right. Um, imagine, yeah, imagine a scene chewing Sylvester Stallone, though, like going crazy. over the top, going kind of as crazy up. as Bandera. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, le- I'm, less, I'm less worried that that wouldn't happen and more worried that Banderas couldn't be the st- straight shooter. Oh, sure. You Wait, know what I mean? Now he ah, can. Straight shooter. But, yeah, now he can. Back, back in 95, you're, you're probably right. But, yeah. yeah, they could do it. Oh yeah, hell yeah, they could do it now. Yeah, like do you think they, just, do you think these even... two got together for Expendables three and went? Ah, uh, remember those good times? Remember when we did Assassins? That was <laughs> Not fun. Assassin. They didn't, they didn't miss it one time. Yeah. Mariachi, he's kind of he's a subdued gunman. Uh, yeah. That's not him though. That's. Um, that's the guy before him. He was. He just did Desperado. Same character. I'm maybe. sorry, Desperado. I meant. Yeah. yeah, he was pretty. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of heads heads down, lone warrior uh, type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't as over the top. He could have played the, uh, um, you know, the more subdued, yeah. uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone style character. It's a good point. I could I totally think, see that in that regard. Yeah, why not? I think. I think this film. I don't think this film did something that a lot of films have done since '95, which is. Uh, I kind of love and I kind of hate is test audiences. I think if they had have tested this a couple of times, I think they would have made some serious edits because there's plenty to edit here. This is over a two hour movie. Uh, you could have went back and reshot a couple of scenes. I think this movie could have been something if they had right. a, did some testing. Maybe they and, did. I don't know. Like I, that I, stuff yeah, existed did, back then. I don't know. I watched an interview with Stallone and Banderas that must have been held as the movie was coming out. So yeah. movie is complete. 
And right. in this interview, Stallone says he hasn't watched the movie. And I'm like, wow, yeah. you have Sylvester Stallone, like award-winning famous filmmaker, and you're not like showing him his de- your dailies and like asking yeah. him what he thinks of this edit or that. I'm like, wow, what? Yeah. My That's guess crazy. is he doesn't care. He's just 15. At this stage of his career, this may have just been a damn paycheck, you know? Like, well, and I, I guess right. he trusts Donner, which is, is yeah. fair. Yeah, but yeah. it's just, I don't know. There was just something about that. Like, I'm like, oh, so you kind of knew. Well, somebody now does that out. famously. What's his name? Uh, uh, weird looking guy with a big chest in Star Wars. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will finish what you started. <laughs> I know we're all like, oh, uh, 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 Andy and uh, uh, Adam uh, Driver. Adam Driver never. Oh, oh, never Adam Driver. Oh, my God. Adam, Adam Driver claims. What you're like, talking about. I was wow. trying to. I was trying to think of like a. Is he talking about Alec Guinness? What <laughs> no, the hell? No, no. That was such a meme for half a second. I had completely forgot about no. that whole idea. Look, Adam Driver. Brienne of Tarth? No, Adam <laughs> Driver has no. He won't. He refuses what? to watch anything he makes. He won't watch them. He just refuses. Right, right. He oh, says really? anyway. Yeah, he says I just can't do it. I can't watch myself. I don't want to do it. So I think that's probably common. You know, you did all the work. I think it's common when you do a lot of work, right? You don't have time to be involved (laughs) in in all of the final editing and so forth. Like, you know, but like when I don't know, it's like us going back and listening to podcasts. We'll do it occasionally one that we've made, but I'm not going to go back and listen to everything. You make a lot of podcasts. You don't have you literally don't have the time. Yeah, no, you're right. Is is what I'm saying. I just like there's something about this movie was uh, kind of destined to bomb and no one was trying to stop that, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, let's see. Donner claim or not? Sorry, Mel Gibson claims that he was initially interested in directing the film. He mentioned it to his friend Richard Donner that it was a really great script. And then when Gibson got handed or got, Gibson got heavily involved in Braveheart, the project found its way to Donner. Braveheart also came out in 1995. Okay, I heard that Sylvester Stallone was almost cast for this movie. Yeah, he, he might have been, and so was uh, so. I heard Antonio Banderas just about got the role. <laughs> Of a villain in it. Uh, it's crazy. Right. That list might be correct crazy. this time. Yeah, we're crazy. I don't know. Weird. Uh, there's a, this, my favorite trivia was this. Antonio Banderas only eats fruit in the film. He is, uh, he is seen eating. As far eating, as I remember, I noticed that. Yeah. He says I'm see, he eats uh, apricots in one scene, an apple in another. Dude is all fruit all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's he like jams up in the Ocean's Eleven movies. <laughs> yeah. He jams up. He, yeah. he jams like a mango down on a on a fence. Oh, yeah. I think it was right. a apricot. Apricot, so? apricot, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's always something I noticed. In, I'm sorry, Randy. Go ahead and finish what saying. I, I was just going to say that happens in the most egregious trope of the whole movie, in my opinion. Okay. Oh, well, which I is should, if we're going to be egregious, it, hold on, I gotta. <laughs> it's always November first in a Spanish-speaking country. Like that's oh, just yeah, all there is to it. Yeah, it's time. And and that that trope is actually called "It's Always Mardi Gras in New Orleans" because that's yeah, if, if your story. movie is set in New Orleans, it has to be Fat how Tuesday. You know? People have to be yeah. That's a, that's yeah, I've never Wait, even I'll thought of this now. before, but have I ever seen a New Orleans movie or television show where it at least didn't yeah. feature once? You're right. Right. I mean, if you're doing if you're doing New York, you got to show a skyline. I think you just got to come in through the skyline. That's just 
This is why you do it. Well, if, okay. Let's. What's the Vegas trope then? If you're showing something in Vegas, you have to show what? Oh, you, you have, have to, to go down the strip. Flying helicopter on the strip. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah okay. You do. You do a sweep, a sweeping strip view, and yeah. then we you also, start showing everything out of order. Okay. Okay. We also yeah. Yeah. we also put a macro <laughs> lens on a camera and we fly along as dice roll down a. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a somebody, yeah. yeah. And somebody is always about to let down a window, right. but yeah. before you get all the reflections of the lights and the glass. That's right. A close a close up of flashing. Uh, sequential lights. The reason I say it's egregious in this movie is because not only is it November 1st in, uh, in Puerto Rico, but we have to stop and explain it to the lady who just came from Seattle. <laughs> like, come on. Movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I can't true, stand. True. You know what trope? I, I don't know if it's a trope, but it's a visual trope. I can't stand. Mm. It's always the, uh, in order to show that a character just don't give a shit. They're always eating an apple. It's like, I just don't give a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or they could eat a peach for hours. The same trope. Yeah, yeah. I'm in an intense situation. Why is that? I mean, I'm all for, you know, fruit's good. It's good for you. It's good yeah. fiber. Yeah. It's yeah. good uh, yeah. real real nature, sugar, all that stuff. You know, it's, it's just yeah. to show that that the person feels like they've got something more important to do than listen to the yeah. main character talk about yeah. what they're going to do. It's like, then, hold on, hold on. I'm eating an apple. Yeah. So, so I was curious about that. I was like, does Stallone not like apples? Because he sure is chowing down <laughs> that banana. It doesn't. It doesn't portray the same "I don't give a shit" attitude. Well, when you're okay. Somebody's the, banana. The movie did but, a good job of masking this, but we all know this is a universal truth. The worst thing to be eating anywhere near a microphone or when you have to speak oh, yeah. is a freaking banana. Don't ever do yeah. it. Turd. I'd be so pissed if I came back and somebody ate my banana because there's like if if somebody eats your apple, eh, they're probably gonna throw the core away. People seem to leave banana pills just wherever. It's like, here you go. I'd oh. be pissed. Uh, by the way, they banana cut pill. out when, when Banderas, speaking of all this fruit, when Banderas died, uh, right. the character, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they cut this out. But originally the scene, because he'd eaten so much fruit, it was this was the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it coming. Yeah. I heard that one coming down the yeah. street. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what do you expect? It's a lot of fruit. You're going to feel it. Yeah. You're going to feel you, it. You're going to let go of your bowels. You, yeah. Yeah. What do you think Julianne Moore smells like? Uh, Jasmine, oh, maybe? I'll bet she smells lovely. Just yeah. like Jasmine? Beautiful, flowery. Probably not Jasmine. like Lavender I'm sorry. Uh, I'm vanilla, sorry, Vanilla extract. That's, yeah. that's incorrect. She smells like someone who lives with four litter boxes. In her <laughs> exactly <house>. what <laughs> I was thinking. That's what Electra smells like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smells like Julianne that. Moore, <laughs> the actor, I think she probably smelled <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> I think she's, you know, here's what I picture with her. How how was this before or after Altman had her walking around without any pants on? When was that? Right. Oh my god, that was a that was a uh, was before. That before that? Right around the same time, right? It was the yeah. nineties. Uh, yeah. yeah, and she hadn't done Schlong movie yet. Um, <laughs> Boogie also, Nights. Boogie Nights. <laughs> also, by the way, god, by the way, I'm so glad I speak Scott. <laughs> it helps a I'm lot. Glad you're here to translate. That's great. Right. I couldn't think That's of Boogie it. Nights. Yeah. Uh, this movie doesn't do her character any favors. She is a freaking peeping Tom. Oh, yeah. Like she's, oh, yeah. She is a criminal, like she's a rude criminal. So the like, thing yeah. with her neighbors, let me get this straight. She was just doing that for funsies, like just keeping yep. track of it, was, like it's her entertainment mm-hmm. or something. Well, I, I couldn't tell if she was trying to do that or if she was trying to uh, practice her trade because she she says she's getting ready to retire. Mm. And I'm I'm assuming that she does some kind of corporate espionage kind of hackers. I would have liked to have 
delve more into her character, but they didn't do that. So yeah, they didn't get deep. too deep in that. But the neighbor, uh, Jennifer, uh, was the name of the character, played by Jennifer, Kelly Rowan. Jennifer. She was the neighbor girl. She may be the oh. most prolific actor on this list. She has done oh, yeah, really. tons of work, <laughs> although she, she stopped working in 2016. But she's in Kelly tons Rowan, of stuff, Kelly TV Rowan. and a million other things. She got she got real busy around <gasps> this time. We previously, we previously mm-hmm. saw Kelly Rowan in Hook and in The Gate, which I don't remember The Gate, guys, do you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was the one with the, uh, the the kid had a thing in his yard that uh, monsters were coming out of. Like his backyard, he had this, oh, uh, yeah. this oh. hole. 80s yeah, hole yeah. coming out of his hole. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He had the, 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 the redheaded oh, neighbor that kept putting his face on everything. And then later he's in Star Trek. He's the gay doctor on Star Trek. Uh, did they, out here? Okay, I'm trying really hard to remember this. Did the movie have them plant a tree in the hole? No. I think I the tree came out of the hole and that's what opened it up. Correct. Oh, okay. Okay. Correct. Like they pulled the tree out of the hole. Yeah. 1987. This is it. And it has, uh, Make sure I'm right about this because I don't want to be yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's, it's the gate, and I loved that movie. I didn't think we watched. Oh, it. it's here? when Steven Dorff was a kid. Yeah, yeah. This is. Yeah, yeah. we totally watched. We it watched here. this. It was bad. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't bad. I yeah, loved it was. That movie. It was terrible. It was not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I swear the gay doctor from uh, from Discovery's in this. Hold on, now I need to know before I go on. Uh, oh, Anthony Rapp. Yeah, Anthony so Rapp. Wasn't about. that him? Or am I just thinking of a totally different movie? I am. I Never remember. mind. Ignore Scott. He doesn't know anything about nothing. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I was ready to believe you. <laughs> I was ready to believe in myself, really. Um, there's, okay, here's something I noticed. Sure, we're a lot of Ford Tauruses in this era of films. Everybody had yeah. a Ford Taurus. Like sure. RoboCop up through about 98 or so, uh, Ford had a deal or something with yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? How about, these, how about this fleet of Tauruses? You can even crash some. You want them? And they're like, yeah, we'll take it. We got to move these Tauruses. Yeah, and in RoboCop, they tried to you know make them look kind of futury and thicker yeah. and big big t- tires and all of that. But this thing was just like, yeah, I'm an assassin and I I drive a Taurus, and, yeah. uh, Makes and sense. Uh, here mm-hmm. I am at the funeral with a fake arm and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty oh, good stuff. This is when that it was went such on. a white guy funeral too, boy. Oh yeah, yeah, big yeah. time. <laughs> the only the only person of any sort of color at that funeral was Antonio Banderas <laughs> behind a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Did you know? So I didn't know this at the time. They made a big deal about how the girl uh, Julianne Moore's character's domain, which would be a great way to track her and find her and stop her from committing crimes. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, was right. a dot cat domain, which in '95 did not oh, exist. It was not that. a top level mm. domain. There was no way you could ever buy a top a dot cat domain. But I went and looked, and today with all the expansion of top level domains, you can get a dot cat domain for oh, as low as nice. fifteen cool. bucks. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you'd want, like uh, smelly dot cat or Doja dot cat. Oh, Grab it. Right. somebody! Click. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what else? You gotta be careful with those things, man. Sometimes those domains are outrageous. You get like a ninety-nine cent the first year. Good luck renewing it for a hundred dollars. Like cat dot like cat. Anybody's got Doja dot cat currently. Oh man! <laughs> Come on, really? Yeah. yeah. We, there there will be before this this episode is published. Mm. Well, I know. I'm I'm looking right now to see if I can buy it. <laughs> You're right. Nothing on Doja.cat. That's oh, that's so it's owned by somebody, but it's uh, on uh, hold. It's not, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's one of those deals. What was the what was the 2019? Main, it was. Uh, what was the what was the main domain name domain name that domain? Mark Cuban squatted on and made his initial fortune? Oh, um, yeah. oh crap! It was good. It wasn't Internet.com, was it? It might have been. 
Was it person.com? My, Mark Cuban <laughs> original domain. Let's just see. This is a fun thing to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Cuban. Here we go. Uh, Shark Tank. Bad, 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 don't care. Okay. Career. Here we go. Audionet <laughs> and broadcast.com. Those were his two. Broadcast.com. Thank you. That'll make you some money. Wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he like bought it for nothing, you know, originally, and then squatted on it for a couple of years and sold it yeah. for a fortune. Uh, yeah. I missed the days of squatting. Yeah, yeah, so good. Oh, I got I'm a, doing it right now. Yeah, it's I got a now, of good ones back in the day, but they didn't mount <laughs> I still kind of squat, but only on domains I just think I'm going to use one day and never do. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, same here. I got a tweet. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to use sharpmetalobjects.com. I held on to that thing for like a dozen years and finally gave it up last That's year. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but what am I going to do with sharpmetalobjects.com? I don't know. Yeah, That's yeah. the problem with these things. It's like and a then, blog to me. It usually sounds like a great blog. And Dunaway, yeah. I know you have done this. Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got plenty of freaking domains sitting in my back pocket just oh. waiting to be rich. I tried to get rid of a couple. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I really just don't need them. Why do I? Why are we doing that? Yeah, no. I finally let, I, did. I finally let Sci-Fi and Gadgets go last year. I think I did. Sci-Fi and I Gadgets. Can't. That's good. Yeah, See, I even have the. Yeah. I still hey, have the wrong brain for this. Ugh, I, I hate still it. have that one. I don't know. See, I shouldn't. My reaction is all the is the problem. I hear you say that and yeah. go, "Oh, if you still yeah, had that, exactly." You could, yes, yeah. that's annoying. <laughs> I, I'm not even willing to say the names of some of the ones that I've because it's like. <laughs> Like that's, that's, that lets you know that it's a problem, right? When you're like, I'm convinced that this is valuable. I'm not even going to tell you, oh, but what, how, how, what's, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Why do I think still waiting to do something with realityville.tv? I'm looking at my list of domains that I own. You should do it. And realityville.tv would be a perfect place for like reality, uh, um, recaps. Right. Yeah. But that would mean either I'd have to watch things and recap them. Uh, yeah, I'm fine yeah. if it's Survivor or Amazing Race, but I'm certainly not going to watch uh, Big Ships Down Under or whatever, anything like that, Keeping <laughs> Up with the Kardashians. Imagine, but, you know, maybe somebody out there wants to watch this for me. how much effort you'd have to put into recapping all of the Bachelor and Bachelorette shows. Somebody oh else might, who watches those might be willing to do make that effort for me. Sure. And maybe I right. will make, make reality TV a reality. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. You guys want to make some, uh, do some stuff for free? Let us know. And, uh, we'll <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If anybody would do all the work and let me collect, yeah. sweet. No, I'll, I'll share whatever I make. I'll totally share with anybody who wants to contribute and write stuff for that. Yeah. yeah do listen, it. Rising, rising tide lifts all boats. I'm I all agree. With, I agree. Yeah. I have one called darkrim.com. My goal was to make a cool Ooh, yeah. comic, like a, like a web comic science you fiction. Have thing. The comic you should publish You it. should put a photo of Goatsy on there before you, like, <laughs> while you're waiting to put something on uh, well brian therein lies the problem because as soon as i got that domain and told people about it they went that sounded like a butthole is that a butthole you're yeah, doing yeah, that's a butthole i've already been i've already got i've already been duped this year no yeah, thanks but i still own it like an idiot i should let yeah, it go yeah. but it's it's the what is that six letters how hard are those to get yeah. now yeah. hard yeah it's yeah. a good one filmsack.com is one i'm proud of because you know we'll never get yeah, rid of our sure. did it but uh, I also have GURP.org. What the hell am I going to do with GURP.org? GURP.org. <laughs> you need to make a link from the uh, Urban Dictionary. Uh. There you go. <laughs> yeah, GURP. Yeah, the one, the one that's not the top one, but the third one down. Do not look it up. Right, exactly. Bad yeah. scene, everybody. All right, what do you guys think uh, grossed me out? Oh, oh, I, oh, sweaty I, Antonio Banderas peeing into a plastic yes. jug. You are uh, right up there, uh, tied for first. Jug. Tied for first. I have a tie today, it's so you're right tiny, about that. Tiny mouthed water bottle. Yeah, exactly. there's no way. There's, there's no, no way, way you're getting all your pee in there. You have to have the pee hole 
directly in there. Like, you know, even, even a milk carton is kind of tough, <laughs> but crap. Yeah. Tiny. Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong. Oh, I forgot to play it. Uh, oh, no, not that one. Oh, no. Jesus. You've waxed your anus. Gross. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I have three of those and they're all in the wrong place. I do like all of those. Though. That. Um, so the, the, okay. So it's a tie and I'll tell you the other one. Cause you'll never get it. Uh, so Brian is right. It's tied with uh, peeing in a bottle. Breaking one's thumb in order to get out of cuffs. Oh, is yeah, always, that hurts. That, that oh, always freaks me out. Yeah. Even though I know it's fake That's and it's just a movie. Is that really a gross out or just like a creeps you out, like a feeling? Oh, it makes me nauseous to think about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which you ever think broke is, a bone before? You want to throw up. Oh, it's so I don't bad. We'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, how, does he, how does he participate in the rest of the movie? I'm, that's what I'm saying. 100%. Like uh, that, that's really how you know it's stupid and fake. But 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 I love, I love I love the idea that you're willing to do anything to get out of there. But when you show your thumb getting like popped out of socket or breaking it, to oh, can't do it, dude. Yeah, this was in something else recently, um, some TV thing, and I remember just cringing at it. I can watch people get beheaded. You can shoot an arrow through someone's eye, uh, whatever. Drop a guy off a right. building, smack him on the floor, or splatter all over the place. Not a problem. For some reason, you break a thumb to get out of your cuffs. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, yeah, I, no, I'm with you because because splattering means your suffering's over. Breaking your thumb means ah, it's going to hurt. Your days. suffering begins. Yeah, your, fu- your suffering just yeah. starting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do it. Uh, what else? Oh, Banderas. Oh, no. Simpatico. <laughs> the word simpatico. Oh, yes, sure. they used That's it three good. times cool. in this movie i hate that yeah. word i hate it why i don't know <laughs> i don't know why i hate it but i've never liked it when people go are we simpatico i'm like just say do we agree yeah, yeah. just it, say do we agree yes yes you, it feels like it feels very much like you're you've been thumbing through your word a day calendar it definitely feels yes, like not a word it's like it's saying normal. it's like saying right. thou instead of thousand don't do it yeah. oh, i mean that's sure. a shortening okay. but you know just that kind of slang or what? I don't even know if it's slang. Whatever it is. Yeah. Are we some it's when it, when the word up. is harder to uh, get in there. Usually when we go with slang, we make it shorter and easier. That's like the opposite of it. Yeah. It is like, uh, why are you using that word? That's more difficult than just Cap- saying Scott, It's like saying Scott, capiche. Do you- I don't like capiche either. Like, oh, uh, okay. You're going to take the quick. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, let's get out of You're going to kill the guy. I give you the money, Capiche. Shut up. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> I, feel like, else. I feel like both Simpatico and Capiche are Italian, are they? Is yeah. Simpatico? I don't know. I, I have no I, idea. I think they are. I, but I, you know, I could probably tell you wrong. Well, the internet knows. We'll find it. Feels out. like it. It feels like it. How about that? Uh, let's see. I, actually, I can tell you here. Let's see. Uh, this is, uh, okay. Simpatico. All right. That's how they say it. Um, Oh, this now is do a, it with an Italian accent and see if it feels great. <laughs> Simpatico. I'm trying to find the origin of the word, and it's not giving it to me. There's a movie called Simpatico with Jeff Bridges and Nick Nolte I've never heard of. Oh, um, okay. Okay, it's a disambiguation is what we're looking for here. And I can't find it, so screw that. But, oh, here we go. Nope, never mind. I can't find it. The point is, it's annoying. Don't ever say it. <laughs> right, right. It's an annoying word. Just say, do we understand each other? Or... Uh, are we clear or got it? Any of it. Got it. There you go. Got it. That's faster than simpatico. No, no. Sure. Get it. Got sure. it. Good. That's sure. the way you say that. Hate it right. So much. Oh, can we talk about one other thing that is completely unrelated to the movie? We just, I just, I had to bring it up on film sack and I'm glad I just thought of it because I looked at Banderas. It reminded me there's a brand new horror movie that just is hitting theaters this week called barbarian. 
Yes, I can't um, wait to see that. That looks oh, yeah. so freaking so good. So it looks great. People yeah. are raving about it. It's getting top scores. It's the number one movie in the country right now. Like, obviously, this is a big horror it's movie. Scary and Scary as hell, yeah. Now, yes. here's, my com- here's my complaint I would like to register. If I see one more ad for a movie that is not the movie, but instead it's night oh. vision of people in a theater being scared... <laughs> Two double thumbs right up your a-hole. I hate it so bad. Oh, it's based on the popularity of reaction videos. And, yeah. and we're, a lot of that comes from, this what, TikTok? Oh, who who's always on TikTok? No, no, no. You know, this right, is right. false This is false equipment because they did this stuff when I was a kid. They, do, they, they would did. do this with they like, did. oh, the new Shining, uh, the Shining's yeah, coming out. Let's right. show the audience. Yeah. Called, I hate it's it. It's called fake. Right. It's called like, it's, it's, it's to generate a fake word of mouth is what it's trying to do. Also, uh, yeah. Yeah, also, by all accounts, this movie Barbarian contains a lot of details, twists and turns, whatever, that if you know any of them, it ruins the movie. So you're right. you're supposed to be advertised to without telling you anything about it. Yeah, this is usually this is the advertisement they do about two weeks after the film has started and they're trying to trying to keep it in the theaters a little longer create a little more buzz yeah but they usually for a launch like this like day one i don't i don't get it it's like show me the movie i don't even know what is the movie i don't know they don't show much even in the regular trailer uh which i'm glad for because i think there's going to be a a a twist so i'm excited about that i am excited about it i do want to see it but i I have no idea what it is i just know there are people curling up into themselves in a in a dark room and yeah maybe it's working it's good because i'm i'm getting i can't watch another movie trailer where there's somebody sitting in front of a camera whispering and then somebody, and then something in the background goes, and it runs yeah. past me in the background. I'm like, I've seen this one million one times. Yeah. You're Make right. Grandma in, uh, in uh, it part two. That was oh, actually yeah. funny though. I love that crap. That, that was actually grandma you know, dude. Oh my gosh. But it's usually just a, a kid running past in the background. I'm like, nah, I've seen this. This is like a kid in his underwear running around the house. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's pretty great though. I didn't see that second movie, but I thought that trailer was pretty rad. It was great. I liked it. But everyone kept coming going, oh, it's not as good as the first one. I'm like, well, then why am I bothering? Eh, I'm not going to watch that. You did, right. did you like the second one okay? You were okay? I did. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. All right. Now, if you guys sat down and did a, like a full, like, here here we go, four hours straight, is that a better experience or is they are they? Oh, I I would like it, because, but I'm also a big fan of that long ass TV movie called It. Yeah. That was mm. spread. Well, that's oh, a, geez. that was a miniseries, right? It's like multiple with Tim yeah. Curry though. Tim Curry yeah. made the made the Pennywise role in that for sure. Yeah, the main kid was John Boy from uh, yeah, yeah, whatever that show Walton's. was called. Waltons. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost said Little House on the Prairie, but that would have been very wrong. That would be totally incorrect, sir. Well, I did see him and his mole on uh, an episode of uh, the Love Boat. So, are we back to mole shaming? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You can't avoid John I, Boy's mole. It's a birthmark, isn't before, it? Before before we get too no? far off. I I'm, I want to ask Scott Johnson a question. Scott, will you go watch Barbarian in a movie theater, or when it's like 1999 on Apple TV three weeks from now? Is that your or or eight weeks from now when it's basically you know free on HBO Max or whatever? Like I'm I'm curious. Oh, like, I'll watch it at home. I'm not going to the theater for that now. So I just, and it's not home. because well, I, know, I don't, even, I don't a, think I'm even going to the theater for that. Yeah, will you I don't for the theater. Will you pay for it at home or will you still put it off until it's I would free? rent it? Yeah, okay. I wouldn't do the here's to pay 20 bucks for it, but I'd rent it. Yeah, like I, I don't know. This stuff happens so quick now before I know it, it'll yeah. be there and then I won't have to worry about it. And I've got a you know nice 
theater system at home downstairs. So I don't have to worry about that so much. I have the good experience and I don't have the shitty, like, I mean, everyone. So here's the deal. People, whether you're returning to theaters or not, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but in some cases it's, well, the pandemic's still going or other people are like, no, whatever the reasons are. For me, it's 100% our theater has gone to garbage poo. It's bad. Right. And it's run by kids. Our our theater went the opposite direction. They've got all these new reclining chairs, and they put spaces between all the chairs, and it is so well spaced out and so many fewer seats than it used to be. Our theater has really kicked it up since the pandemic, and I really like it a lot. And I like seeing horror movies at the theater so I can get a really good understanding of uh, of of how good it was because I need at least one person in the audience to be taking a sip of their drink during a scary moment and then them rip the, the straw from their mouth and shake the drink and spill it everywhere. Then I know it was good. Yeah. And then, look, I wish that's what reaction my local chain would have had. Instead, mine was, you right. know what? Let's let 12 year olds run this place and uh, let's <laughs> let uh, it. They can paint their faces and decide who's going to kill Piggy and pick a leader. Like it's just chaos yeah. over there. Freaking All of our hated. stuff is, is is pretty good. I got I got to say, our theater it worries me. Anytime a theater does well for its audience members, it's usually when it goes out of business. When's the last time you guys have been in a mall? Because I went in a mall yesterday. I went. I went yesterday. Did you? Okay, I was in yeah. a mall. I love a mall. I love a good mall. I've loved them since yeah. I was a kid. Teenage years, many memories. Love it. Spent way too many hours at Babbage's and GameStop and originally software, et cetera. Like I just love them all. Love a food court. Love a Sparrow's pizza. Just love it, right? Oh. Go to this one. Relatively new. Uh, inside, they've got, you know, they did some renovation recently, so it's even newer. Like just a really nice mall in a place where usually it's packed. Like in 2019, I was last at that mall. Packed, brimming with people. Always busy, especially a Saturday. Hardly a place to park. You know, that's the mall. In 2022, on a Saturday, today we're recording Sunday, I go in there, ghost town. That place yeah. is nearly empty. It's There's stores place missing. In America, the mall. It bums me out. <laughs> it bums me out. I understand it, but it bums me out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because yeah, I, I want this. Yeah. I want that. As I've said before, there's two massive shopping malls near me, uh, you know, and one is outdoors. That's uh, the Spectrum. And the other is a, is a traditional sort of like indoor mall called South Coast Plaza. And the spectrum, constantly busy. There's right this minute, there's 15,000 people walking around the spectrum. But South Coast Plaza, which is more indoor mall, uh, you know, like there's lots of like, like, uh, old, like old school shops, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that place is empty. Nobody's, nobody's going to ever go there again. Yeah. I think it's a combination of things, but I don't think the pandemic helped, certainly. But, yeah. But the, the fact that I can go on Amazon right now and get anything I would ever need in a mall. Um, I just think that's just starting to really take hold. Like, mm-hmm. and plus there were stores that were not closed. Like there's a hot dog on a stick there, which is, you know, on a Saturday that should be open and booming, but they had a sign out that says, we don't have enough employees to open today. Please apply wow. something, something. So there's please, that going please come, on. Come on, come to the back and make your own uh, hot dog. On yeah, stick. yeah. Come back here and pound on this uh, the, the the lemon squeezy thing that where we look like we're making butter. Oh God, I miss I miss lemonade and here's corn. Your, here's dog. your goofy hat. Yeah, yeah. corn seven, baby. Oh, uh, so real quick, we have a com- we have a confirmation on uh, John Boy's thing. I thought it was a mole. Brian said, uh, <laughs> John Boy's thing. Uh, 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 Brian dug yeah. it up. It's called a Nevis. Nevis. Nevis? Nevis? Yeah. Never heard of it. 
Brand new to yeah. me. Okay. Well, it's, if you have a Nevis, uh, good luck. Uh, Nevises are both moles and like Nevises get called moles and birthmarks and even beauty marks, but they, uh, according to Wikipedia, those terms do not distinguish between different specific types of nevi from one another. Nevi. <laughs> nevi. <laughs> Somebody's got a nevi hobby. Nevi. A, that's awesome. All right. Yeah. I've learned something today and I feel great about it. <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. That's great. Well done. Uh, what else? You got anything else you want to say about assassins? You know, people got assassinated. It's got stuff in it. I could have used a lot more of action in the swamp. I preferred the swamp action. I feel like that was a cool place. That was a cool location. Always cool I location. Totally yeah. was yeah. cool. Yeah, I agree. Southern Gothic stuff always good. Never yeah. bad. I feel like the setup kind of failed too because. When we when we went into the movie, first of all, we see the setup at the beginning of the movie with the assassination of the Russian who's going to show up at the end, and then we move into the swamp killing. And the the guy was an assassin, and he didn't like the idea of becoming the mark, right? Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that that would be more of a topic mm-hmm. that they went into because now you know when you are assassinating turn on mark, it's gonna it's gonna reflect mm-hmm. that towards the end of the movie. Never really reflected it. He was always in control, yeah. and I didn't. I didn't care for that. Yeah, it could have gone for it. I agree. Uh, that they had yeah. an opportunity there. But, Missed it. Yeah. I'm sick. The flu. I did I did love the scenes <laughs> where where Sylvester Stallone was saying one thing and typing another, which is exactly how text messaging works. Yes, yep. right. Totally. <laughs> He's yeah. whispering. He's doing ASMR with his own computer. That was weirding me out. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Didn't that was like a good that. scene. Oh, by the way, another recommendation. If anyone wants to see a very funny ASMR send up, there's a recent episode of the new Beavis and Butthead series on Paramount. Oh, where, oh, so where they good. watch so instead of watching music videos even though they do a few, a few of those from youtube they watch youtube videos on the breaks back in the day beavis and butthead would watch nirvana videos or whatever and then yeah. make fun yeah. of it and laugh they're doing that again but it's 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 all like youtube stuff reaction videos makeup tutorials and in this case it's an asmr girl who's just like oh, talk oh about yes I was laughing so freaking hard. It is <laughs> so well laughed. done. Oh my gosh. I haven't laughed as hard as I've walked as I have. I have I have rarely recently tuned in every week as soon as the show hits, but Beavis and Butthead is is the deal right it's now. Great. It is, it is uh, it's great. killing it. I'm telling you, uh, Mike Judge top of his game right now. I don't know what's yeah, going top on, of his but game. returning to his brutes has been good. Uh, he and I didn't realize, you know, I went back and I was I was, re- I was watching some stuff that I'd kind of forgotten about. Uh, he used to do in he would improv. He would watch those music videos and do improv with himself because yeah. he's doing both voices, and uh, he's still doing that. He's he's you know he's just watching these videos and just sitting there improving yeah. and it's just and the ASMR thing fun. manages to not be critical or mean to ASMR yes. fans, yes, and still be down really hilarious, seen through their eyes. It's very very funny. Yeah, highly recommend it. I did. I did write right. down one last little trope. Yeah, what do you got um, there? It's a it's a trope. A briefcase full of money. It's in every movie. That's oh, that's ever a good one. Includes money. Half one there. Yeah. Um. It's always. I always wonder what what they're thinking, because like, uh, this is a super easy situation to get out of if you really actually want to get out of here with the money. Uh, you go in the bank. You sit around until Antonio Banderas comes and checks on you. Then when he leaves, you go tell the banker, all right, we're wiring $16 million to this uh, to the Cayman Islands. And then you slip out the back. Like you just walk out the back door that he can't possibly be monitoring. And you go to the airport. And, he's, and you're gone. And it's right. like, what? what, what? <laughs> like, 
Yeah. No, but hey, suitcases and movies, they got a long relationship. Oh, my man. gosh. Yeah. The briefcase yeah. full of money. Yeah. I was kind uh, of disappointed we didn't get more dump truck money, though. I was wanting to see more <laughs> about that dump truck. Didn't never mm. came back. Oh, yeah. yeah they never uh, did come back. Bummer. How fun would it have been if he had walked out the front door holding an empty bag and the dump truck comes comes past his ankles <laughs> going the other way? <laughs> <laughs> I did like how those guys freaked out in the hotel when they saw that come up to the vent. And they all yeah, guns yeah. out, Ooh, all dog guns dog. pointed. Yeah, they were all they were. Interpol it. was not aware of the uh, of the remote controlled dump truck. Yeah, Mm-mm. nope, <laughs> dude. Interpol. I have so many questions about how Interpol actually works. Like, yeah, right. it's not like that. No, <laughs> it's definitely not like that. Because every well, time they show it in a movie, I'm, I just roll my eyes. There's I'm no way. I'm still laughing about how they are all have a card in their pockets. <laughs> you yeah, pull yeah. out and it says Crazy. Interpol. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, somebody shoot us and they need to know yeah i don't know why he's uh, sean connery but we'll take it and that's fine <laughs> yeah. just imagine just imagine somebody uh kills scott johnson sorry scott but like, okay they kill scott johnson and they pull a card out of your pocket says frog pants oh 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 that explains why he's here getting drugs transferred for money yeah <laughs> yeah uh Let's see. I had one other note. Uh, giant soggy pit stains on Sylvester Stallone in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, he had those for sure. And uh, and why the hell did she bring the cat to Puerto Rico? Like, get a sitter. That somebody cat, watch the cat, dude. That cat I, sucked. That cat was the worst. Because oh no, it was a sweet cat. It was like Pearl, it's not Pearl's cat. fault. He's a. Well, he's, yeah. He looks like he's a Maine Coon. Maybe he is. He's a absolutely. Sweet oh, nothing is, wrong yeah. with the yeah. cat. It's just yeah. you. You shouldn't. Her whole thing. She's about to die. The cat yeah. decides to hide under the bed and not move. I think I'm leaving. I think I'm not hanging yeah. around yeah. for the cat. Yeah, I was. I I actually watched all the way to post credits just in case we had it some was a cat uh, scene. Yeah, in the case it was a cat scene with Pearl getting all up. Yeah, because you know I want to know if Pearl got, got his cat mate. Uh, love it. Yeah, yeah, didn't happen. Didn't happen. No, nope. didn't get your wish. All right, let's get to some clips. These are clips from the movie for the world to hear. And uh, sure. boy, howdy, are these clips! All right, so check this out. Here's some dog B-roll. I feel like I've heard that a million times. Oh yeah, dog. How B-roll do you get sound. that? By the way, do you have to like go to the zoo and? And record wolves or something? How do you do that? I don't think wolves at the zoo ever make that noise. You just have to have some like guard dogs that uh, you rile up. Yep. Record it once and then use it for every movie your studio ever makes. (laughs) Forever. Yeah. Uh, Here's the, here's a cha-cha-cha moment. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) I don't know. Love it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Being all Zorro there. Let's see. Oh, Drive. Drive. Drive, 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 all right, did you guys turn on closed caption for this film? Because I wasn't sure sometimes. No, I, I did uh, at I didn't. one point. It, helped, it didn't help any because the closed caption person also didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inaudible, came up a lot, indistinguishable. Yeah. 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 No, the only time I turned it on because I had to rewind it back because I wasn't sure, still wasn't sure what he said. Uh, Julianne Moore and Sylvester Stallone arrive in Puerto Rico. They get out of the cab. They look up at the hotel and she goes, what's up there? And he goes, <laughs> Ubi. I'm like, <laughs> What? I rewound it back. Hilby. So I had to turn on the closed captioning to find out that he was saying Hilby. 
In other words, he'll be. what's up there? He'll be. Oh, up he will there. be. He'll be but up he'll there. Be. He'll be. He'll be. He'll be. <laughs> Oh my as, I, as I get as I get older and my and my uh, hearing uh, continues to decline because I won't turn my music down. <laughs> um, whenever I I used to say I used to say what a lot whenever I can't understand somebody what what and instead of saying what I just tell them what I think they said even though I know it sounds like nonsense. So oh, I'll, I do I'll it all the what, time. What yeah, dude, you me and you I'll are living go, the same life right now. Yeah. yeah. Living the same life. It drives my wife crazy because she'll say, I need to put the dog out. And I'll say, someone ate a a bat poop or something. (laughs) And she's like, do you really think I would say someone ate a bat poop? And I'm walking the dog toward the thing. And I'm like, oh, take the dog out. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just, I can't freaking help it. And I don't care anymore. So it's all good. Yeah, I don't care. care. I'm heading straight to old manville. I don't care. Don't care. (laughs) Just don't. I used to think I would. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Banderas laughing. <laughs> All right. So there's that. Is that the meme scene? Is that the one where he gets the order to to? No, that's no, later. That's more of a. <laughs> I didn't know this was that movie, and now I know it's great to yeah, finally get it. This yeah. is the movie where he's pleased with himself, and he bites his finger. Yep. Yes. Turns right face side. over. This is it. Yep. Who I mean, that's the biggest thing to survive this film is that meme. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's great. I remember when we did that with that vampire Nick Cage thing. Um, oh, right. Where yeah. I was like, where did this clip come from? I always see, oh, this is where it comes from. All right, here's a, oh, the most annoying chess app ever. I captured some of that here. Enjoy. Game in check. 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 All right, I might have repeated it, but I love that you're getting this breathing too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of a Blade Runner thing going on with that, right? Oh, like yeah, the, yeah. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, Either that yeah. or the, the the skating rink. Listen to some No Parking, baby. No parking on the dance floor. No parking on the dance floor. <laughs> I would turn on. I mean, right. I don't even know if that particular MacBook uh, or PowerBook was capable of such text to speech, but yeah, no, my yeah, guess no, is no. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, all right, Sly. Oh, I hate this line. Cut your hair. Cut your hair. Cut your hair. <laughs> Cut your hair. Cut your hair. Cut your hair. All right. Oh, like me. Because the kid looked like uh, Banderas. He like yeah. yeah, he looked like Banderas. Yep, another that's trope. A, that's a little tiny trope. Yeah. You see that all the time, well, right? Run up, you think it's Yeah, oh, it's so right out of Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I have you now. Yeah. Mm. Then not him. <laughs> uh, oh, this is something. Okay, this is cool. By the way, homecoming week here in, in uh, the Valley. And uh, a lot of kids going out on, you know, homecoming dates yeah, and all yeah. that. Well, just so happens, I got some audio from Ibbitt's mom. Uh, oh, yeah. good. Excellent. This it's was from home. time of year again, folks. Yeah, yeah. And this was homecoming, not prom. So this is interesting. Sure. Sure. Uh, this is what you told your date. And uh, I don't want to know the context, but here it is. All right. It's in. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I thought I remember that. Oh, I was my, the- my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> Beautiful. I know. Yeah, it sucks that I had to tell her, but she was distracted. I mean, it was uh, there was a uh, you know an episode of Quantum Leap on. I, you know, yeah. she, sure. It's a bummer she the couldn't old tell. One. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a bummer so she couldn't tell for the new Quantum Leap. I am too. I'm, I'm legit excited, I am, and I'm nervous. I'm nervously excited. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you're a huge fan Same. of the original, right? Like gigantic. I am such. I have all of them on DVD. Like every season on DVD. Yeah. And, uh I'm, I'm Boy, talk about taking a quantum leap. Yeah. I tell you, I'll follow the whole disc. lore. You know, I said yeah. Beckett never, never returned. I mean, 
Yeah, but I hear there's no Bakula involvement in the nope, nope. in the new one. Well, it's I, like, well I, there was a rumor that he might make a guest appearance, yeah. so nothing at all. Yeah, he yeah, might. Would, would he might that. still. They say that. they always say that, and then something happens. I I, I don't believe right. that when they say that anymore. But Belisario is involved, and that gives me a little bit of hope. You know, I'll yeah. watch it. I'll give it three episodes, and if it doesn't uh, hold my you interest, you failed me. Yeah. Go back to your digital versatile disc copy of all of them. Without us. Dean Stockwell, I mean, God, yeah, you know, it's just this monotone lady talking to him from uh, the, the waiting room. Come on. Give me something. Give me, give me charm. Give me. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. I'm excited. Give, give I, I, Raymond Lee is really hitting right now. Yeah, he's yeah. great. I like him a lot. So I don't know. Everything. I have high hopes. I have, I have, you know, I've decided my new thing on life is I have high hopes until they're dashed. Yeah. Sure. That's right. That's you a good know. way to do it. And this one yep. may dash, but I'm I'm going to give it a shot. All right. Format, so much TV. Format your disc. Else. Oh, there is so much on. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. So TV, yeah. Here's a format your disc. Format your disc. Format your disc. You're going to format your disc. You're going to have to put it in and turn it around. How come? <laughs> position it. How come she had formatting? to format the disc? That didn't make sense. Because formatting would wipe. I was confused by that. That annoyed it, me. This just did something like you got to orient it. To let me do it, I was like, "What do you? It's only one it's just, orientation." It was a, it was a stark reminder that three and a half inch floppies ha- held too much sway in cinema in the nineties. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. like someone would whip out one of those and go, "Oh, there's where the data is. It's on that disc." But then I How look back now and I'm thinking, "Did you rub it past a magnet by accident or anything? Or did right. you did the did you drop it on the floor? Did your dog lick it? Because those were notoriously fail. They would fail all the time." Right. Like break the freaking slide on there. Yeah, thumb, Next drive, thing you know, thumb drives are a good business. a good tech addition to movies. I think thumb drives really help things. I think. Yeah. Anyway, here's Antonio Banderas saying a thing. <laughs> I don't know what he said. I think he was. Just and neither like, did the closed caption guy. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. I was going to ask yeah. since you had it on. Yeah. You might be able to tell <clears> better than me. Yep. Uh, what, let's see what I always tell my mechanic. Oh, that's what this is. All right. So I always say this to my mechanic. Please complete the transmission. Please complete my transmission. <laughs> <laughs> who is this? Who, who, is I'm talking, who is this right now I'm talking to? <laughs> it's in my dump truck over there. Uh, tear your heart out. Honey, I'm going to tear your heart out. I, I could listen to well, him all day. He's great. Uh, he yeah. never did. Promises, promises. Yeah. He made a lot of promises he didn't keep. Yeah. Uh, if you'd have promised to sweat so bad that it was almost <laughs> impossible, I would have said, okay, you, you breached it. Good job. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's my beeper. 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 Who's your, who's your friend then, there? Well, that's my beeper. It's my beeper. Should, yeah. They, they totally Smiley. ruined a good spot for uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's beepers right there. They could have had a little bit of that on there. They didn't do it. Instead, they went with Portishead. Yep. Fine. I love Portishead just mm. the same. I sure. like him fine, too. All right, here's the disc, the disc. The disc, the disc. The disc, the disc. The disc, the disc, the disc. You could auto-tune that and make it a song. I know, I was going to say, it's like an octave higher. It's almost perfect music. The disc, the disc, the disc. The disc, the disc, the disc, the disc. Happy birthday, a-hole. Happy birthday, asshole. Okay. Oh, that's nice. You should keep that. Did he even act that one? That's what I post on everybody's Facebook page. But was it even acting? Listen to that. Happy birthday, asshole. That's just him talking. Like, Sylvester Stallone, did you earn your 15 million? I don't know. And and isn't it nice that this is a movie where he just uses his normal voice? I mean, yeah. Not as that whole thing. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
I watched uh, a couple weeks ago. I watched uh, Dread, and I was reminded how great um, you can take a, a thing that was so cheeseball that Stallone did in the '80s and really fix it. Man, Dread's good, you guys. Yeah, Dread. Didn't we watch that here? We did, right? Enjoy. Yeah. Uh, sack. We, didn't we? Did we watch it for? I know you watched it for uh, Couch. Yeah, we watched it for Couch Party, but I'm pretty sure we saw it here. But if we didn't, I I'd do it again. It's like we did it we did years the, ago. It was like it was one of our no, earlier ones. Nope. I could have We've only no, watched we did the, the original one. Judge Dread, but yeah, not the new. Uh, we, we should. Watched, oh. We watched the OG Judge Dread uh, six years ago. Yes. It feels like longer. Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah, the Rob, Rob Schneider, Schneider event. I would watch Judge. Or I would watch Dread again. No problem. In a heartbeat. Freaking mm-hmm. love yeah. that movie. Uh, all right. What? A, oh, here's one from uh, the, you got your Sly doing a cat noise. Uh, so he, he can barely do a pretty good one. So here it is. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, if you don't like being creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he did when he would hug uh, Dolph Lundgren in that one Rocky movie. He would do that in his ear. <laughs> yeah. That's why he would get so mad and, br- and say I have to break I him. Would. I must break you. All right. F you from Banderas. I think I kept this un. Well, no, this is just a this is a bleeped one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I have one in here. I did not censor it, so I'm going to warn people ahead of time. Um, but it was too good not to. Uh, before that, all the slang words ever created. They got buckus, zero, zilch, zot, nix, nada, dry hump, squirt, diddly squat. Squirt. Boy, I don't like. I, love I don't dry like hump, dry hump and squirt. Yeah, Back together, like part. one right after the other. What do you? I've never heard anyone say you got squirt, meaning you got nothing. Yeah, I haven't yeah, heard that. I've heard that. I, I haven't heard, really. Oh, you really got dry hump on that. I've never heard hump. dry hump and squirt together, though. I never. That's <laughs> no. It's kind me. of an oxymoron. Sure, if it's <laughs> sure, but you could, in theory, dry hump tell you squirt. Oh, that's horrible. Well, sure. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what we were thinking. <laughs> I just want to know. I think we all knew that without anyone having to say it. <laughs> I didn't it. have to actually say it? Okay. Dang it. I want to know, did this line survive from the Wachowskis draft, or is this a Brian Hoagland line? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Now I'm starting to wonder about everything. All right. Here's your, uh, okay, here's no censor Antonio Banderas. I'm just warning everybody at home, if the kids are listening or whatever. <laughs> okay, of course, if you made it through my squirt right. conversation, then you'll be fine. But anyway, here it is. Enjoy. Fuck shit! Motherfucker! Fuck shit! Love it. <laughs> that was actually pretty <laughs> no. good. Yep. Yeah. I liked watching him go off. It didn't feel right to censor it. It felt like it needed to live no. and breathe. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, here they are, uh, SOBing each other. So enjoy. Son of a you son of a bitch. Now, the way Sylvester Stallone does it, he goes, You son of a bitch. Yes. So let's notice again one more time. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Perfect. It. it is perfect. Son yeah. of a bitch. Absolutely perfect. Cut it. Go. Yeah, it's pretty perfect. good. Perfect. Uh, don't even <laughs> don't even breathe hard. Don't even breathe hard. All right, there you go. Those are your really? clips. And that brings us straight right into this. The checklist, baby. It's the Star Star Trek. It's the film sack checklist. It's a Star Trek checklist. Uh, magical taxi check. Nineteen ninety five instant messaging that makes little beeps when you read it check. And finally, just leave that freaking cat check. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't. I like cats, and I don't want him to get hurt. But I don't think he was sure. going to kill the cat or anything. It would have been fine. No, no. Cat loved him. He's at Antonio. Yeah, cat really did. He was like manhandling that cat, and the cat yeah. was still like, "Yeah, more, more." Yeah, and he was oh, about to it. be a cat. He was going to uh, do the puss and boots business soon. 
You know? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't want to hurt a cat. All right. Uh, let's get to the Twitter post. Oh, no, wait. Uh, Star Trek. No, where the hell are we? Sorry. Sorry. Star Trek Connections. That's where we're at. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, what's going on with Star Trek people? There must be at least one. There's one. It's just one. There's only one in the whole movie. Weird. And it's just a, a minor, minor role played by an actor named Bob Minor. Um, Shut up. <laughs> in, in, he is literally the last person in the cast list. And he's got a great IMDb photo, by the way. His his character was named Cop. So that's Bob <laughs> Minor in Assassin's character named Cop. On Star Trek Deep Space Nine, mm. he played a character named Bullrock. Mm. I think that's a Klingon. So mm. Deep Space Nine, the episode is called visionary mm. and it's a terrible episode um o- o'brien starts hallucinating future events mm. and at the same time some romulans have come to deep space nine and at the same time some klingons have come to deep space nine and o'brien is like seeing the future and everybody gets freaked out and runs around and um my memory of the episode is that he and quark played darts and like mm-hmm. he he has like some future vision uh, not maybe not quark playing someone else playing maybe him and bashir are playing darts and bashir is like su- superior anyway right, right. bob minor is one of those aliens and the alien is named borak nice and here That's he is it. in assassins finally together at last <laughs> uh let's get to the soundtrack grade it uh for me it got an eoh for episode of hunter it just didn't sound um, like movie music to me. It sounded like television, and that's okay. I like some of the plunky, the the pluckiness of it, but yeah, it wasn't fantastic. Yeah, it was all right. It was okay. It well, I like, like I said, I like that Portishead. That was pretty good. Yeah, I love yeah. hearing Portishead. Brian and I discovered on Willow, uh, which we watched for Couch Party this week, that uh, well, a it's not it's still it's not very good. Um, <laughs> I don't want to cause a stink with people, but whatever. Those little brownie people are the worst. Anyway. Oof. Oh, the uh, yeah. the thing we discovered though is the music by James Horner is suspiciously John Williams sounding. <laughs> it's super yeah. John Williamsy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, big time. Wonder why? I don't know. It must be the era, and also George yeah, Lucas uh, is in the house. Yeah, uh, um, could you one, make it sound a little bit more like John made it? Okay, thanks, Barry. This this one, uh, Assassins. <laughs> is, the music is by Mark Mancina, and he's he's had some good stuff. We've seen him a lot on Film Sack, right? Like uh, Speed, uh, Twister. He was he worked on that. Yeah, speed um, twister. Sweet speed twister. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. It is sure. Speed up. twister. Oh my gosh, the if bus. If we go fast enough, we can untwist the twister. <laughs> or, or how about this, Brian? Bus NATO. Yeah, bus NATO. Okay, listen. They just announced a sequel to Constantine with him coming back. Right. Yes. Yeah. So back. Yeah. I'm, and that movie came out in '95. Or no, that was '05 or 2005. But the point is, uh, would we would we be down if they came out and said, hey? Uh, DeBont or whatever his name is, that director, he's coming back to the Speed franchise with Keanu. It's years later. Uh, him and Sandra Bullock returning. Uh, I, I would go for that. I would watch this. I'd be in. Sure, I could go for that. Sure, yeah. I'd watch it. But what if I it's have low expectations for it? it but I'd watch it. Right, but they'd be the right kind of low expectations, right? You'd be yes, like, I know right, what I'm going to get. Something can't yes. slow down. Uh, or I mean, else the same low expectations I had for the the, the new Matrix uh, thing we got last year. So. That's a good idea. That thing was that thing needed low expectations. Man, yeah, I still couldn't yeah. get get them low enough though. Yeah, they didn't quite go <laughs> low lower. enough for me either. A little lower? Yeah. No, it may it, it lessened the blow though to be low, even though it was lower. It's it still mm. wasn't so bad. 
I don't know that movie. <laughs> what a poop! What a poop show! What a poop um, show! Anyway, moving on. Let's get to this uh, this Twitter post. This is for real now, where you guys sum it up in 280 characters because that's the Twitter limit. Gosh dang it! Let's start with Randy. Assassins, a movie that walks you out into a swamp, stands by as you take off your shoes, and then walks you farther into that swamp Aww. until you want to kill yourself. Just Aww. like a oh, <laughs> with Stallone's gun. <laughs> Thought we were heading toward Ibbett's house on a Saturday night. Um, <laughs> nicely done, Brian Dunaway. Your turn. Assassins, coffee, coffee, tuna fish, coffee. Somebody wake up Ibbett and give him him some of his gross coffee. Mm. Hashtag release the doves. <laughs> Three times in this movie with the doves. Yeah, the do- they were trying for a John Woo kind of deal. Yes, never quite worked. Mm, tuna fish coffee. Mm. Mm. And now Brian Ibbett. Assassins. About as exciting as sitting in the bank for eight freaking hours. Oh. Yeah. Nailed it. See, oh. yours and mine were kind of the same. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. We're, we're the, the same, s- but we're different. You were the first part of the movie. I was the last part of the movie, exactly. which I had to watch twice. Yeah. They also spent five minutes in silence trying to get Stallone into a blanket and a pillow on the floor while she got into a bed. <laughs> At least he had, he had a lint on the pillow, though, which was really nice. Yeah, I guess. That was sweet. It didn't annoy me. It took too long. All right. Uh, look what we've done. We've we've rolled right up onto the shore of the alternate titles. Oh wow, this thing! I can't believe they almost. There's three of them this time. They almost called it Assassin's Peed because he peed in the bottle. So uh-huh. Assassin's Peed rhymes with Creed. So you, you get it. Uh, it was almost called Zorro and his constant source of fruit, but that didn't happen. And then finally, the Money Pit Two, the worst house ever, because uh, that oh, place really sucked. Was. What a dump. Yeah, that was like Escher's uh, hotel. The yeah. way the <laughs> stairs moved, and and you could go through one hole and end up in a totally different floor. And yeah, that thing needed to be in a horror movie. Probably has been, as far as probably I know. Probably has been. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to emails. I got a little quick handful here from some listeners I thought would be worth reading today. If you'd like to send us your emails, you can do that at gmail. Uh, sorry, filmsack at gmail dot com. That's filmsack at gmail dot com. This is from Doug. Prosunser? Prosunier? It's a hard name. We'll just call him Doug. (laughs) Pronouncer. Uh, Doug, it says, Howdy, Uh, long time, first time. Love the show. Just finished episode 566 and heard the next movie was going to be King Solomon's Minds. Thank you for giving me the year of the movie where the multiple versions of this one, or the multiple versions of this one. Could you also list how you guys are watching it? Is it on Netflix or DVD? I couldn't find this one anywhere, and apparently it's only streaming on DirecTV right now. Thanks, and keep up the great work, Doug. P.S. There's a hole in the roof. All right. <laughs> so this just gave me an opportunity to remind people that sometimes what happens is we'll schedule a movie. We'll have no idea that the movie is about to get thrown out by one of the mm-hmm. services. We'll watch yeah. it. We'll do an episode, and the next week it's gone. So when you're behind, and I'm not saying it's your fault, Doug, but because you're behind on episodes, sometimes those movies have, have rotated out. Uh, mm-hmm. And right now it is not streaming anywhere conveniently. But As much as King Solomon's Minds was available to us in like July and August, I'm mm-hmm. guaranteeing that someone picks it back up in the very near future. Oh, that, for sure. Yeah, that's been the other thing we've run into is even when we've sadly had that happen, even sometimes the weekend we put a show up, like a month later, Netflix has it. It's just weird. It just pops up all over the place and then stays for a long time and then leaves without any warning and... It's just the world we live in. So, also, yeah, there needs to be a, a service like Just Watch and Real Good 
that do a better job of letting you know, like you create a list of movies and shows you want to watch and actually giving you notifications as soon as they're available on a streaming service that you subscribe to. They right. kind of almost get it right, but they don't, yeah. they don't go all the way. Agreed. It's Bugs also me. important to note that you should not watch King Solomon's Minds. You Damn. should just you should listen to our episode of Film Sack and enjoy us. Well, but you should yeah. not spend any of your precious time watching that movie. You're yeah. kind of not wrong there. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, I was just no, I was looking at the way. See, the way Just Watch does it, they'll let you know if something shows up, but they're not great right. about saying, "Hurry up and do it" because it's about to go away. But they will well, tell you on the page. I don't even think I get a notification, though. I think I have to go to the website and keep looking, like look at my watch list to see what I've added to my watch list that might be that I'm tracking. Yeah. But I don't think I get an email or a, a, you know, a, a text message or anything like that that says, oh, here's something that you've put on your list. It's now available. I thought I got those. Maybe it's not them I'm thinking of. Maybe not. Yeah. I'm signed up for too much shit. Hey, maybe, maybe I'm not doing it right. Well, uh, chat or chat. <laughs> uh, people at home, if you're doing, if you're getting good with that stuff, let us know how you're doing it. We're always up yeah. for ideas. Yeah. Uh, Becca wrote in, says, hi, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy. The German phrase you were having a hard time with in the self-same movie was ich orte auf dich, which was Sharon Stone saying, uh, translated, was her saying, I'm waiting for you. Mm. So answered the question that we had that we took weeks to answer, but we did it. Uh, I'm waiting for you. So that's her way of going. Like she she said it to a German officer like, oh, hey, I'm waiting for you. Right. So I guess Mm. that to him, he was like, oh, I'm going to go get me. uh, I'm going to get myself laid. (laughs) you better keep away from my lucky charms that's right <laughs> scrot of gold oh my gosh uh one more this is from officer james who says good morning guys officer james here i work as a school resource officer in knoxville tennessee and i was oh. listening to your episode about the fugitive the other day and Scott's comment about Tommy Lee Jones repeatedly shooting at Kimball reminded me of something you may find interesting. Case law. Until 1986, there was a pre-existing statute in Tennessee that allowed for the shooting of a fleeing felon uh, to affect an arrest. Uh, in Tennessee, it's uh, the Tennessee versus Garner, 1986. Thanks for all you guys do. I've been listening to you guys since Kroll. Uh, never yes. forget Gary Busey burped on my kid. <laughs> See a TMS episode from eight <laughs> years ago. Uh, I remember that story. So, uh, yeah. that's interesting. Um, I mean, I don't know if it applies to the film, obviously, but, uh, because it, a came out in 93 B was set in a different state, but this idea that, <laughs> that you would shoot, that you could shoot a, a fleeing suspect, um, mm-hmm. as part of the arrest, I guess. I mean, yeah. but does that mean you shoot to kill? Or you just shoot him in the leg. Like, I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know. I'm no cop. So officer James, if you have any clarification yeah. on that, let us know. But, it's nice keep to keep up the good work. Yeah, keep up the Be great safe work. out there. Yeah, that's right, man. Careful. It's not. I'm, I'm glad you're no cop, Scott. That's. Oh, should that's I not nice. be a cop? Why? Why? What did I do? Did I do something that would? Well, just be... had, you just said you're no cop, and I'm prepared. glad. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be one. I'm. It's yeah. hard work. The people that do that, I don't know how they do it, and you know, they're also a lot of controversy around cops right now. It's a hard time to be a cop. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, don't I imagine. I imagine you though, you would be really, really good with the sketch artist. Oh, I'd love yeah. to do that. That'd be fun. Be like, you know. Help, helping out and lending why, a hand. Why are there so many cartoon-looking fools out here committing crimes? That's, I don't know, Mr. Hank Hill. Yeah. Sit down and we'll talk to you in a minute. 
Mr. Uh, Anderson. <laughs> it could be Mr. Anderson. You're right. <laughs> I love that this new series hasn't held back from that. He's just Mr. Anderson again. He sounds just like yeah. Hank Hill. It's like, yeah. fine, whatever. Uh, all right. That's it for your emails. If you'd like to send us one, filmsack at gmail.com is the place to send it. I'd like to welcome a slew of new patrons to the show. Mm-hmm. Big, big thanks to these folks for joining us at patreon.com slash film sack where you never get an ad bonus pre-show content every week monthly specials one just went out from dunaway this month by the way yeah, yeah so good it was Finally great insight onto how you create your uh, your intros <laughs> yeah <laughs> i loved it a lot it of was, fun i really enjoyed your episode yeah. um yeah, and i think great. fans will as well so if you haven't checked it out you can get in now and get access to all of them via the rss feed yeah. that is only available to patrons so check it out uh well uh be like these people anthony w humphrey wallen Brian Stuck, uh, Ray Wilkins, Mary Doucette, John Phillips, Will, David Kerr, McLaren, Jacob Wynn, Caroline Tiggers, Joe, I think, and Ant- Antony, Anthony, Alpha Five E, Robert. And if you want to have Scott say your name wrong, <laughs> your name Patrick, by going to Patreon.com. <laughs> that last one was hard. People. I couldn't do that yeah. last one. Yeah, at all. for sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you all would like to be part of that group, we'd love to have you there. That's patreon.com slash filmsack. Uh, yeah, next I'm, month, I'm, I don't I'm know. I'm already working on the next uh, bonus. Yes. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. uh, you're ahead Jake, of me. I forgot. Yeah. Randy's okay. on. Yeah. yeah. Randy, Randy already has and, one out there. If you if you if you subscribe, you get access to all of them, right? And so, yeah, we all have yeah, one. Yeah, this there, represents yeah. our first Part full two. rotation back to Randy. Yeah, so. our cycle. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Anyway, that's that. Our next movie will be. Hopefully on streaming something. What is it? What are we doing? Lord of War. We're oh, Lord, of Lord, War. Lord of War. Lord of War. Lord of War. And for all I've the never million- seen this one. This is one that I've been waiting on. All the people yeah. begging us to watch Moonfall because it just landed on HBO. Oh, yeah. We'll get to it. Okay, we will. Yeah, we, need we, we need a minute. We need a minute. Like Moonfall. It's uh, it was too new. I couldn't I couldn't work it in. But like, we got very we got new. October coming, and so like we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll I keep wanting to watch it, and but then everybody keeps saying, so I guess I have to wait. Yeah, you got to wait, dude. Yeah, you got to wait until you watch it with us. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and I knew Lord of War was the right choice when Assassins ended on HBO Max, and it said, "If you liked this, you should watch yeah. Lord of War." Lord of War. <laughs> there. I I don't Use think I saw Lord of War, but all I ever heard Never was that Lord it. of War was an awesome movie, like in a really mm-hmm. well made mm-hmm. movie, and some one of Nick Cage's best. So we're probably yeah, well, in for a inter- fun surprise. Interesting, there. because it, you know you've heard it has Nick Cage, right? Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's good though That's, when he when he needs it to be. Raises, yeah. His presence raises questions. Like we, we can agree on that, right? Um oh, always, yeah. yes. But then you okay. but then you, it's like Pig. It's like I don't want to watch a movie about Pig and then you hear he's like Oscar-worthy performance. You're like, "Oh, I guess I need to see Pig." Yes, you do. You like, really do. He's weird that way. But that thing's also got Ethan Hawke, Jared Leto, uh, Bridget yes. Moynihan, um a mm. bunch of other people, you know, Ian Holm. Mm, um sure. Jeremy mm. Crutchley who looks suspiciously like uh Another actor who I can't think of. Anyway, that's happening next week. Lord of War. Available where? Where are we streaming this? HBO Max. HBO Max has all the movies we yeah. want, folks. They've been, uh, yeah, they've been hitting on all cylinders for us lately. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how much longer will we have the HBO Max? Well, I don't know. You should, in theory, have... This sort of stuff shouldn't change no matter what they end up doing. The question is, will you have as much original stuff? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or I guess you'll still have all original the, All HBO those animated stuff. shows get chopped i know a bunch yeah. of them did yeah there's still a mm-hmm. few that made the cut but um i think they're mainline stuff like the, i think the the um well 
what the frick is it called? The the dirty one with the Suicide Squad in it. With uh, <laughs> the dirty one. It's what's her name? It's, she's got a bat. She hey Mister Hey Mister J. What's her name? Hey, oh Harley J. Quinn. Harley Quinn cartoon. <laughs> The adult Harley Quinn cartoon is is coming back, so they're not canceling that. Oh my god, that makes me laugh. If you guys haven't seen that, it is freaking great. Sweary as Does hell she say, hey, Mr. J? It she is says great, a yeah. lot worse than that. She says all kinds of dirty stuff. Anyway, uh, there's that. Uh, so check us out next week for Lord of War. In the meantime, filmsack.com is our website. As always, head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash filmsack. Email us, filmsack at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at FilmSack. If you're looking for a place to leave us reviews, why all of them work. Uh, Apple Podcasts, the Google thing they got going over there, Spotify, all the places. Leave us reviews. It helps us in discoverability more than you'd think. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. No time for chit-chat. <laughs> we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Happy birthday, asshole. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.